okay now. From the beginning. Hey there, all you wedding photographers, creatives, and business owners. You're tuned into the Dotcast, a weekly deep dive into the wedding photography industry, creativity, and entrepreneurship, brought to you by Nine Dots. Now, as we roll into autumn, I hope your editing piles are decreasing inversely in proportion to the next year's deposits. And here at Nine Dots, it's a real busy time for us. We are putting the final things into place for our annual flagship event, the conference that is definitely not a conference, the Nine Dots Gathering. This year, it's been held in Leeds in the UK on November the 14th and 15th. Now, it's been described quite accurately as a theme park for wedding photographers. And over two and a half days, you'll be able to learn from and share good times with some of the best and brightest in our industry, including, and this is a good list, Jason Vincent, Helen Williams, Jesse and Moira LaPlante, Fabio Marula, Susanna Pavan, Dom and Liam from York Play Studios, Lena Orsina Allen, Nadine Van Billion, Marta May, Siva Haran, Ronan Palliser, and Angie Ward-Brown. Told you it was a good list as well as all the knowledge and inspiration that you'll take from the presentations, from the live shoots and the masterclasses, you'll also gain so much from the social and holistic side of the event. Going into the new year as part of a close community of like-minded photographers who can all help you reach your goals really is priceless. There's still a tiny handful of tickets left, so you can find out more at the links in the description or visit 9-dots.co gathering to find out more. Now we cannot wait to see you all in there. And on that note, we are gonna dive into this week's episode. Hey Paul, great to have you here on this Nine Dots podcast, man. How are you doing? Good, mate. Yeah, good to be here. Uh, yeah, thanks for asking me to be on the podcast. Been wanting to chat to you for a while, actually, because you know, like I see what you're doing with your work. It's very different to like a lot of other people out there. It stands out, and yeah, just see that you're really super busy doing like all this destination stuff and like a whole heap of stuff that we can chat about actually today. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I thought I'd ask. But yeah, how's your morning been? You just come back from CrossFit, yeah? Yeah. So uh, good morning. Um, yeah, usually I think I like, I, I don't know about you, but I like a routine. I think with being, I guess, self-employed, you, you can easily uh, get out of a routine. So for me, it's like, you know, up at, up at seven in, in the cross box at eight um, till nine. And I usually wake up and I feel dreadful and I'm like, I okay. don't want to go. I'm, I'm, oh God. Yeah. So I wake up about, I'm not a morning, well, I'm a morning person once I'm up, I think. So uh, I'll get up and I'll go, oh, I might cancel. I'm definitely going to cancel, and then I go, and then I finish the class, and I'm like, oh, I feel amazing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm always, I'm, I'm always, I always try and remember that when I'm, when I'm, uh, you know, in, in the back of my mind thinking I might cancel. But yeah, it was a good session this morning. And then got back, had a quick bit of breakfast, and then straight to the office. So yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, no, I, I, I I'm a morning person. I don't know if you listen to podcasts, but yeah, I wake up at quarter to five, and then I'm in the gym at six, and then I come back for seven fifteen, and then I wake the kids up at seven thirty. And yeah. yeah, school run stuff and all of that. And then I sit down in my office or dining room or my daughter's bedroom, as I am right now, uh, mm. or like nine, or something like that. And then just crack on with work once the school run's <laughs> done, you know. But I'm like you, like, yeah, never wake up going, oh, I want to go to gym. But the minute I come back or the minute I, the minute mm. I'm out of those gym doors, I'm like, oh, I feel so great. Um, yeah. And I keep remembering yeah, that every time I wake up. You've got to remember that. I mean, six AM is madness. It's madness. <laughs> I don't know. I see. I see. I see on, your, on my story, and I'm, I think I've commented a few times and stuff. Yeah. And uh, you post your picture, and I'm like, how? It's just I commend you. I couldn't. <laughs> I'd be. I'd be barely a human at six AM. Definitely. You know what it was? Is it's basically like after having kids. It's it's yeah. like, like like you said, like I like routine as well. And mm. so I used to have a routine of of going to the gym. I built one at home, actually. So I have one in the back in the annex. And, um, oh, nice. Like, yeah, but I never use it anymore because actually I found like, and it sounds a bit weird, but like found my like gym tribe at the gym. Mm. Like just, there's, just people that you can just chat to. You know, there's just different, they have a different energy. 
um we don't talk about gym stuff it's just like it's, sometimes it's just a nod or a hello but i just like talking to the people there now and like rather than being a recluse in my own home like throughout the whole yeah. day so it kind of breaks it up no i get that i get that yeah i get I've, I've got i've got a good sort of circle of friends at crossfit it's not a cult by the way anyone listening yeah it's definitely not it's definitely not a cult. i promise you I promise you uh, <laughs> um but yeah i've made a really good circle of friends and sure go for beers and stuff and hang out and because like, where i live in ancoats in manchester it's quite like a little community there's like a nice marina and you yeah. sort of, you go out a long time you'll see people from the box and you say hello to them and stuff and, and you know, and, and with all, you know, and, and there's competitions, like I don't do the competitions. I might go and take some pictures or cheer people on, but I definitely don't do the competitions. But it's nice. Oh, I didn't know there was competitions. Like, community. Yeah. So if you're, um, you know, super fit and a bit crazy, then yeah, you'll do uh, the competitions. It's not like, you know, cash prizes and stuff like that. It's just, I think it's more for the uh, community aspect and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's really nice. And um, I've gone to a couple of them and cheered people on. and it's brutal i couldn't i couldn't do it maybe one day but um yeah it's quite hardcore for me yeah that's that's crazy i, well, I didn't even know this competition i've seen people do crossfit and i'm like oh man it looks so tough and actually the nearest crossfit to me though because i was i was re- looking into it was is like 45 minutes away and oh, i can't, yeah. I, can't drive 45. I don't want to go 45 minutes like you know no. five minutes to my gym is is far enough so yeah. <laughs> you know no it's far enough definitely mine's like a 10 15 minute walk so oh yeah that's perfect so warm-up is the walk yeah yeah, yeah it's nice i think that's my favorite sort of my favorite part of it so like you know i listen to a lot of podcasts um either when i'm driving to weddings and stuff like that or or you know when i'm editing so i'll listen to like a bit of a podcast on the way down there and it just kind of like sets me up for the day um you get into that sort of mindset and it's you know quite chilled so yeah it's nice really yeah it's nice. wicked man how's the season been going for you you've been doing you've been doing, doing like loads of destination stuff right you were just away yeah. just now so like yeah yeah it crept up on me i didn't realize um like I did, I ended up doing four this year. Super lucky. Um, I always think destination weddings are a funny one. You know, you can advertise as much as you want and try and get destination weddings, but all the ones that I've got have been from previous weddings in the UK. And yeah, couple, yeah. a couple of a couple of either seen me at the wedding and gone, "Oh, he's nice." Um, oh, I like his work. And then they've ended up booking me. That was that was the case from Morocco in March. I was in Morocco. I don't know if you've been to Morocco. No, I've got uh, a wedding there next year, and actually a uh, client meeting tonight. Yeah. For yeah, yeah. a wedding there also next year. So oh nice. Yeah. Whereabouts in Marrakesh or what uh so no, so yeah, one is the the one that I'm having a meeting for tonight is in Marrakesh. Uh mm-hmm. but the other one is at a Fairmont Hotel near Agadir. Oh, which looks nice. Sick. Agadir. Yeah. Agadir's really nice. Yeah. I've never been. My wife has been yeah. to Morocco, so I've, we've always said, like, oh, I'm mm. like, can we go just like on a family holiday? Just yeah, like yeah. but uh, she's like, I've already been. So I'm like, yeah, yeah so yeah. we can all go together. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you'll love. I think you'll love it. I think, especially from for me, I think the street photography aspect yeah. as well. So I, um, you know, I went uh, in in March. Went a couple of days early, and I went into the Medina, which is like the sort of main area with all the souks and stuff. And I just yeah. took my, I took my um my cue and just had some headphones in, had some like Ludovici and Audi, just like because it's so intense. Uh, it's insane. It's just yeah, sens- sensory overload. People like people like literally grabbing you and trying to drag you into their uncle's carpet shop to buy a carpet, and that's not. I'm not. I'm not. That's not a. Um, that's an actual serious thing. When I actually went to shoot the wedding, five guests had bought carpets. <laughs> yeah, because they don't know how to say no, isn't it? Basically, <laughs> no. That's it. So so British. So um. Yeah. So I like. So I just walk down the souks, and I'm just. But the, what I love about Morocco is, you know, you get your camera to your hip to take a picture, and they're on you. They just like they turn around and they're. Oh really. They, it's so good it's in terms of like 
if you really want to sort of put, you know, test yourself and test your documentary stuff and your street stuff, it's it's really fun. It's really yeah, yeah. it's such an amazing place. You'll really enjoy it. Yeah, it sounds it sounds a lot like to be fair, like yeah, when people describe it like sensory overload and stuff like that, it just sounds like India, which is that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the minute you walk out of the airport, it's like boom, that's it. Yeah. All your senses are heightened, like to like a place that you've never even like felt before. And then yeah. and but I I like me for me when I feel that when mm. I walk out the airport doors in Bombay, I'm like oh, I feel home. I don't know oh, why. Nice. There's something there's something like really grounding and like yeah. I don't know. I have mm. like a different vibe with it, but I've been going there since I was like one years old. I had my first birthday there actually, so. And then from oh, there, nice. like, yeah. But um, yeah, I really want to go to Morocco. I want to go to Morocco. Where were the yeah, other destinations yeah. then this year? So I had one in uh, Caribbean, in a place in Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, Caribbean. Oh. So I was in Saint Saint Kitts and Nevis, which okay. is um, it's one of those islands, I guess. Like I'd never think to go. Oh, I'm going to go on holiday to the Caribbean. So it's not a place I'd sort yeah, of yeah. ever, I'd ever sort of go. But um, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Nevis, the island itself, was um super tiny it's really really small you could get around it in like an hour and a half drive around in an hour and a half it was a tiny island um we were there for like it was, yeah it was, i was there for yeah like a week i was like it was quite nice actually because i was staying in this like um i, I guess you call it like a plantation um okay. it used to be like an 18th century it was like the oldest it's called oh the life of me i can't remember but it was like the oldest um it was almost like it was uh like a heritage site and like people would come and like you know take pictures like tour guides and tour buses would come and take pictures of this hotel and stuff like that it was really really cool um so we stayed there for a week got to know all the guests really well and just hung out with them and by the time we got to shoot the wedding i was like oh yeah i'm here to shoot a wedding that's right yeah. i forgot, I forgot. Yeah. i'd like you know i'd like forgotten kind of thing but yeah that was that was fun um and then uh austria in may that was awesome I loved Austria. I don't know if you've been okay. to Austria, but uh, uh, only for skiing or snowboarding. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. I've not been. I've not. I've been to France. I was there for snowboarding, but I've not been to been to Austria. Yeah, but it's. Um, I went obviously the you know in, in, in spring summer, so it was all mountain biking and all set up for that. A couple were um, the bride was a ex Olympic skier. Oh wow! Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So bless it, she'd. Um, she works for Sky Sports or Red Bull now, um, doing all like presenting and uh, producing for, for them. And she tore just about two months before the wedding, she tore her meniscus, um, basically tore up her knee really badly. Um, so she had a big knee brace on her knee and stuff, but it didn't hinder her. She had a great time. So uh, it was oh, a really man. fun wedding, that, really fun wedding that one. But oh, I felt so sorry for her. Yeah, that's crazy. You've done some like beautiful places this year then. And where was your last one? Yeah. You just came back from just now. South of France. So I was in the okay, south nice. of France in the 16th. Yeah, that was a that was probably my favourite destination wedding this year because it was so chill. It felt like a UK wedding. Okay. That makes sense. Like it just felt like I guess because when you shoot abroad, it's it's that sort of um, that element of not stress, but it's quite heightened. So you've got you know you've got to travel between locations. If you're driving, you're on the, you know driving on the other side of the road. You don't know where you're going. Potentially, you know, there's a language barrier. Yeah. And stuff. So there's you know there's all these different elements of um you know you've got to sort of contend with when you're shooting abroad, um but with this one it was all in the same place um in a nice little uh, it's called a cannery, um it used to be oh, no do you know what I actually can't remember the, the, the lady who owned it did tell me but something to do with it used to be something to do with, like cannons or I don't know something I have okay. absolutely no clue absolutely no idea she did tell me. <laughs> yeah. But she she's really nice. She, she's English and she's married. The, the couple who own it are English. They're lovely. 
and um, just really chilled. It just like it was just felt like a UK wedding, just super oh, nice. hot in a in a really nice location. A couple were English, they were low key. Um, yeah, it was great, really good fun. Yeah, really nice wedding. So all these weddings, obviously, like yeah, exactly. Like you said before, like you can SEO for it, you can like Instagram it, try and manifest it, whatever you want, like whatever you want to call it. But like um, you, they're all booked from weddings that they've all seen you at, like the Car- Caribbean one as well. Yep. So the Caribbean one was a funny one. I shot a wedding in the year before in the Lake District, and okay. um, it was the grooms from that wedding's brother who ended okay. up. But they ended up. It's quite a funny one because the couple booked me for the Lake District wedding, and then the brother went, "Ah, oh, he looks pretty good. Can I book you? Can I book him as well?" And he was like, "Yes, yeah, no worries. So they booked me as well, but I've not shot the wedding yet." So then yeah, I yeah, met yeah. the other. I met the other couple at the wedding. Like, "Oh, hey, I'll see you next year in the Caribbean," kind of thing, and. And um, they were all really nice people. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that's actually what's happening to me tonight. Mm. So basically, oh, nice. I booked the brother's wedding in Tuscany for next year. And it's his sister that's calling me and has uh, her wedding is in Marrakesh next year. Mm. And so like, so I haven't booked it yet. I'm like presuming, but like, you know, he's booked me. So if I can like, you know, woo her <laughs> into booking me, then yeah, yeah it'd be awesome. So be great. yeah, yeah. Like it's... it's, it's pretty cool like that though isn't it it's just it's just it's all luck i think it really is and yeah, yeah we are super lucky you know i think like i remember when i first started out and one of my fa- still one of my favorite weddings um my first wedding at the asylum in 2018 this is when i was like brand new i'd like you know i'd barely shot any weddings in 2018 and i'd even booked i booked the wedding at the asylum i didn't even know what it was i remember telling people they're like how did you got a wedding at the asylum and i was like yeah is it good I don't, I don't know. I've not even, I didn't, I did this thing like I'll, I book a venue. I, I do it now. I don't Google it. I don't oh, know. Yeah, it's good, yeah. but I won't, I won't look too much at the pictures on, on sort of Instagram and stuff. But, um, the only yeah, uh, by the way, I, I haven't heard of Asylum. So, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> is it no, really good yeah. then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like... nice. It's in a, it's in Peckham in London on a, like a okay. little, like a little estate, but it used to be obviously an asylum and all the rooms, all the houses around it were sort of the, the house and stuff for the, for the patients, I think. And, uh, and this is like the church, sort of in the middle of this um, this garden, and it's beautiful. It's it, okay. it's very sort That's of cool, like you, you you go past it and you'd be like, you wouldn't even think twice because it doesn't look like anything. But when you go inside, it's all sort of like you know. Um, That's not the venue with the. It's, it's not the venue. There's one venue that people used to love shooting yeah. at, and I haven't actually seen it on anyone's Instagram or blogs anymore. But it hasn't got the stuffed animals and zebras and giraffes that's and... the giraffe sh- not giraffe sh- that's that's in wales it's the uh that's um oh god begins with you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah it sounds a bit like that it's something it's not it's good part but it sounds like that but um that's gone now i think that i'm pretty sure oh it's, really it's anymore, okay yeah, no. yeah, yeah 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 i remember mm. there was one venue where people were like oh man I, even i looked at it once and i was just like wow i'd love to shoot a wedding here it looks so different yeah. to like anywhere else but it's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty crazy venue that. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I mean, I don't then. know, obviously don't, don't, uh, don't quote me on that, but I don't, I don't think it exists anymore, maybe. Oh, sure. right, but, okay, um, but yeah, no, this, this asylum couple, they, they only, they only sort of found out about me because I shot a wedding when I first got started, like 2017, 2016, at a, um, it's like a holiday inn. Okay. Like it was like really like low key, ace couple. And I knew one of the bridesmaids, I knew her boyfriend, because he worked at Harry Hall Cycles in Manchester and he fitted the, my wheels on my bike. So I met him, met yeah. the boyfriend, and went, oh, I know you. Hi, James, you're right. And then obviously got chatting to the bridesmaid. He went, oh, do you know my boyfriend? And we got chatting. Just got really friendly with them. They were a lovely couple. 
And then the bridesmaid remembered me and then told her friends about me and they booked me. Oh wow. Okay. So it's just that was your that first was wedding, one my, was that? One of your that first was one wedding. of my that was one of my first. Yeah, it was like brand new. I think I shot twenty sixteen was my I shot like eleven weddings in twenty sixteen. That was my kind yeah, of yeah. first sort of taste of it. But twenty seventeen was my sort of first full time year, but I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone writes off their first year as not their first year. <laughs> like, well, I love well, it. Yeah. I do the same. I'm like, I think it was 2011, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but really, it's 2012. But, <laughs> like, yeah, but you, but you, but but when I first got started, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, like 2016 was like I was still working because I had a I had a full time job, but I worked in a production company. Um, that was my that was my last like official job. Um, yeah, you know, uh, you know, as a employed person, and then I left there. And then I think I was working at a restaurant part time in 2016 and, and shooting weddings and just kind of like going, do I want to shoot weddings? Or do I want to do, do I want to do commercial work? I just didn't. Yeah, yeah. Because I always thought I always thought weddings were quite cheesy and sort of like you know that sort of traditional. I didn't. I hadn't sort of seen the the side, you know that that is now like the documentary and you know the cinematic sort of portraits and and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Cool dance floor and things like that. Not that didn't exist to me. So um, when I sort of saw that and that opened my eyes and I thought, oh, that's yeah, I could get into that. That sounds good. Yeah. Did you did you like I remember how I first felt when I first started doing weddings the first few years. I didn't really enjoy I I did it because I was getting paid pretty good. Um mm. but I didn't really enjoy it. Like mm. did did you enjoy it straight away? Like it's, yeah, it's a long time to get to me actually loving it. I think because my background was, you know, I, I studied film at university film at college and uni I studied film production so my trajectory was like I wanted to be a cinematographer I wanted to be a DOP that was my trajectory that's what I wanted to do and that's what I had my my sort of my um my goals were so when I left uni and then um you know struggled to sort of get a job in the industry and was like you know as a runner I was you know making cups of tea and on films and tv shows and things like that and having dipping my toe into that industry and you know I, I even did a couple of like lighting jobs on a couple of like commercial shoots like still shoots i didn't enjoy it it was it was a weird sort of revelation i just i kind of did i sort of worked in the film industry and went oh i don't think i like this and it was i had this sort of like spiral of oh my god i've just wasted five years of my life studying film and i'm yeah. i don't enjoy i don't enjoy it but obviously I, I really but when i was at college and uni i was also doing photography and i really enjoyed that but it was because it was a subconscious thing i was doing like photo shoots and devin and darkroom stuff and shooting on shooting film and and that kind of thing at college and uni and really really enjoying that but because i was studying film i didn't really like i didn't really think about it it was just in the back of my mind like oh i just do this as well kind of a thing so um so then I kind of like fell back on that. I went, oh, I could like, you know, dive into photography. And then, and then when I, I was working, I used to work for Apple. So I worked for Apple for five years. So I think <laughs> um, going from working in an Apple store in a super busy Apple store, then going and shooting a wedding, I definitely, definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, shoot, shooting enough. the weddings. It was just, yeah, yeah. It's a very sort of, um, I went in there a couple of weeks ago because I smashed my screen on my iPhone. And um, it's a great, I learned a lot from working there, but I, I remember I was looking around, going, "Oh my god, I do not miss this. This is <laughs> yeah. this is this is this is, this is a lot." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like for me, you know, like I started shooting weddings, and then like yeah, like I said, I I, I started charging quite a lot from the off. Um, just, oh, nice. I don't I don't know why. Yeah, so some people were like, "Oh, charge this, charge that," but like I, I started charging quite like my my first booking was like two grand. So like, oh wow, yeah, hadn't even shot a wedding, <laughs> and it was like yeah. And then, uh, but so then I realized, oh, the money's good. 
And then like, so that motivated me, but it, it took a long time. And actually it's probably like, I started enjoying it more and more after we founded Nine Dots. Like I still enjoyed it. Cause we, I still, we started Nine Dots quite early in our careers, like me, Andy and stuff like that. Right. Um, like and Adam and Mick at that point. And uh, we, we're still relatively new. Like we'd only been shooting for like three, four years, but it's after that. And then, and then really like, I get, I would say like, I guess like I started enjoying it once I realized what I really love shooting about it, which was like the emotions and stuff like that. I wouldn't even say documentary, like, but emotions and capturing images that where people, you know, no one lives forever kind of on a bit morbid, but like kind of vibes. Cause I'll see my dad decline in like health and everything. And, and I was just like, and that sort of drove me. And then like, and then I became more creative with it. And then like right now, like I, I really love it. Like, and then mm. like three, four years after that, like 2019, I was just like, mm, I don't know. Then 2020 happened, 2021 wasn't in a good place. I didn't enjoy it, but like, yeah, mm. now I'm like back to like really loving it. Um, and like, I get excited, like super excited. Like I hate the fact that I have like four months free of like no shooting weddings like soon. And it's just like, nice. man, I wish I had something to shoot. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. But then everything gets crammed out in like, you know, such a short amount of time for me. It's like yeah. still so seasonal. Do you have like, and the off, like, say, I'm going to say off season very lightly because I've, you know, I've still got quite a few weddings left going yeah. into winter. But um, do you have like, because I, I, I always set myself like little, when it's quiet, I'll do like personal projects to sort of improve like various aspects of my, of my, my game. Basically, do you do that? Yeah. Or? Nah, because, well, no, not really, because my off season turns into like sorting out the nine dots gathering. <laughs> so, like, there's That's a massive true, project yeah. ahead anyway. And then, um, mm. and then I'm still always busy doing stuff. My, and then January to like April, I, I would say, is truly my off season. Mm. Um, I, you know what? Somehow I'm just still busy. I don't know what doing what. But no, I'm not really going out there shooting more or anything like that. I, I keep my camera. Like, I always have a camera ready. Um, it sits in my living room with my 35 mil, but that's just to take photos of my kids. Um, yeah, that's nice. So, and then, so like I do that, but um, I don't really like shoot or try and train myself to get back. I don't really want to go out there and like do street photography and stuff like that. Like it just doesn't interest me. Um, I've said that to a few street photographers when we've had them on the podcast now, and I'm like, it's just not my yeah. thing. Um, it's not for everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's not for everyone. It's just like. I don't know just trying to go out there and make sure all the worlds line up and and get an mm. image or whatever it's yeah i i, I love portraits like mm. um and, I, and like before i used to shoot some commercial work and then that used to involve a lot of portraits and models and stuff and so that was cool so then sometimes i try and get some of that business um and it's a bit fun and it like breaks things up but yeah generally i know i know like i'm not like before i used to be when the learning curve was like a lot steeper I used to like love like throwing myself into the learning but now i know the learning curve is still steep because it sounds like a bit arrogant or <laughs> like like and there's always things to learn or whatever but yeah. um I, I focus more on giving my clients a better experience now yeah and that's that's, true. that's what's set, and that's what's setting me apart from like photographers because sometimes i feel like when you look at photography on instagram like i see certain photographers and then i know they've taught certain people and then all their work just sounds looks the same so then it's yeah, like, how do you differentiate yeah. yourself? Do you know what I mean? Like, and for me, yeah. and my biggest, and like, I'm not the best photographer in the world, like by any means, but I think my client experience is really high and up there. And I focus more on like, what can I do? Little things here, tweak little things, work on a website, just like, just, you know, making things a little bit like easier to get to me or whatever it is. And I spend more time doing that. Yeah, yeah. no, but do you know what? Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's spot on. I'm, the, I'm similar, I think, with my website. I think I made the decision about, 
two years ago to put my prices on my website to be completely transparent. And I've had quite a few clients who've booked me gone, we really like that your prices on your website, everything's really clear. And the way that you come across on Instagram, uh, your website is exactly the same as how you are in real life. And um, yeah. it's quite nice, actually. I remember talking to, I don't know whether Andy Gaines was on a podcast. It might have been on a podcast or he might have said it when we were having a few beers. But I really resonated. He said, um, when he's shooting a wedding, if the couple, you know, are doing a shot, then I'll do a shot. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. They're, jumping, if they're jumping in the swimming pool, then I'm jumping in the swimming pool. If they're on the dance floor, like, you know, giving it everything, then I'm on the dance floor. And I like that because that's something sort of, I've always, you know, if I've got a, if I've got a really deep connection with the couple and I'm having a really good time, then you know they've got a glitter station, I'll get a glitter beard. Um, if they've got like temporary tattoos, you know, I'll get one of them or something. And um, you know, I'm on the dance floor, and I, you know, and I think they really appreciate that. And I've not, I've been to a couple of weddings, especially my London weddings, where I stay over. Then I will have a, I'll have a couple of beers. Yeah, yeah. And you know, especially you know during the drinks reception, sort of my secret weapon is. I have one camera, tiny, my tiny little queue, and a beer, and everyone ignores me. Yeah, it's a it's a weird thing. As soon as you pick up a beer, they go, "Oh, he's not the he's not the official photographer," and they just don't sort of pay attention to me. But if I've got like a massive camera with a seventy to two hundred on, you know, one, and then another mm-hmm. camera with another massive lens, you just kind of like it, you might as well have a target on your on your on your forehead. I think people pay more attention to you. But if you're a bit more subtle and discreet, and you're just kind of wandering around and and just, you know, trying to capture nice little sort of moments and stuff with a beer in your hand. Yeah, bonus, I have, I'm, I'm drinking, a, you know, a, a cold beer. But um, it just, yeah, it just, it really does, it really does help. And I think it disarms people, and especially the couple. If you're on the dance floor with them and you're having a great time, they love that. And it really does add to sort of that, that experience and that yeah. with the couple. So. I, I, yeah, I totally agree with you, like, on that. Because, I, I mean... When I used to drink, like I used to be the same. So if I was staying, if I was doing a wedding up north or wherever, like, and it required me staying over the night, then I wouldn't have it during the drinks reception, but I would start like having a drink with them on a dance floor or if they do a shot together, we do a shot together. And like, especially at destination weddings, like for sure, you know, like they just become your best mates, right? They're hugging you. Oh, it's so good. You almost feel like, I almost feel bad, like, because they always say, like, oh, we definitely got to meet afterwards for dinner and stuff like that. In my head, I'm like, this has been fun, but we're not going to do that. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, I keep in touch with them over Instagram and stuff. It's Mm. just that just don't have the time to go for dinners with everyone. Do you know what I mean? Like, if if they start asking. But um, You'd love to, but you'd love to. You'd love to, yeah. And and the thought is great, and they recommend you. And some of them, do you know what? Like, there's been a few people that, like, Mm. um like that i've kept in touch with um i, I had a, a guest over from yeah. new zealand like a friend and then like i met one of my, I know my one of my uh, two of my couples are like massive gooners and so i got them to give me like uh arsenal tickets because he wanted to really see a football game so the closest place for me so i'm not going to take him at old trafford so i took him to like emirates and so like you know but then i met up with them before in the pub and had a few drinks with them and stuff like that so i'll meet people That's like nice. yeah in that way like in different um and then i banter with them on like whatsapps and like especially like okay so i'm a united fan and like a lot of my couple was like the grooms are all arsenal fans and so yeah when we just lost the other day like a few weeks ago mm. I, I was messaging them all i was just like hope you guys didn't leave at the 90th minute because you would have missed two goals <laughs> like that like trying yeah to them. and and do you know what i mean like we just have like we have good yeah it's nice it's nice yeah like that, yeah that's, yeah i think that's really important i think when i go down to shoot um quite like a lot in bristol and there's a couple in bristol um who I've ended up becoming really good friends with. 
Um, they came up to they come up all the way to Manchester for their pre shoots. Ended up staying the weekends. This is like a couple of years ago. Yeah, which is which is awesome. I ended up saying go to these places. Me and the groom are basically the same person. You know, we dress the same. We like the same things, like you know, um, food and beers and music and. It's really nice, actually. So I've ended up becoming really good friends with them. I've, I've met up with them two or three times now when I've gone down to Bristol and yeah. for a wedding. I've like I've gone down like the, the, the night before and we've had a couple of pints. And then I think in, I went down in April. We ended up staying up till four o'clock in the morning, just drinking and chatting and, and just yeah. on and on. And it was and it's really it's really nice, you know. Um, I think that's I mean, like you say, you'd love to do that with all the couples that you connect with, but it's just yeah, where's the time? You haven't got time, exactly. Mate, I was just thinking about a story, though. I was going to ask you a question first about pricing, but <laughs> I, I was thinking about a story yeah. because basically, like, we were doing, um, I was in a pre-shoot with a couple once, and they booked me from a friend's, another friend's wedding or whatever, exactly how it was. And, and it was somewhere where it required to be, like, it was Dirtle Door, so we were staying the night before, and then we were going to do sunset, and then, like, oh, then do sunrise, and then we'll just leave to go home, like, about 12, 1 o'clock, once it becomes too harsh to light. So, but we got there and it was like chucking it down with rain. So we were like, well, I don't really know what to do, guys. And they're like, let's just go for dinner. And it was one, it was the bride, it was the one of the bride or the groom, one of their birthdays as well. So I was just like, all right, cool, let's go for dinner. And then so the bride drank, we all drank whiskey because the bride drinks whiskey as well. Mate, we had a lot. Right? Yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was, no, we started with red wine and then it was with whiskey, mate. And then she had to go up to a room and she was she threw up everywhere. Yeah, and I was just like, "There's no way these guys." Even I had a bike in bed. <laughs> I was just, I don't even know how, why we did this, right? But like, oh, like obviously, I got along with them so good, and uh, and then we woke up and we still like we knocked out the session in the morning and stuff, and it was like beautiful weather, it was nice and sunny, and they got really great images. But I was just thinking about the time when, yeah, when drinking too much happened as well. <laughs> like, you know, it's crazy. That's really great. I think that's great. But whiskey, yes, yeah, red wine, then red wine and then it's whiskey, just yeah. Danger. Mate, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm so happy crazy. I don't drink anymore. But like, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like sometimes if I, even if I'm driving, like I'll go and you know get like a zero percent beer, like a yeah, zero percent, yeah. and I just drink, I just drink them because it's still, it's still nice. You're still sort of getting that sort of, you know, I've got a beer in my hand, and again, it's that, uh, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's still, really, it's still super disarming. So yeah. yeah, it's it's you know what it is. It's like it's the mind, you know, like like with drinking or whatever like sometimes like if i'm in a social situation because i don't drink anymore so and like mm. i don't particularly like always having these zero alcohol beers but some of them are good actually like san miguel zero is like banging um that's all right that one you know yeah yeah it's, it's really good and but like it's just your mind your mind is just thinking you know what it needs to hold uh, a cold beer bottle it, it knows when it's holding water or like a diet coke or whatever like so you're just tricking your brain and your brain just it's the same way how i stopped coffee you know i just bought exactly like for like a decaf and my brain just did, still thinks, oh, it's a nice warm coffee, but it's yeah. just decaf now, and and you know, and it's and it's all good. So I might have to, uh, I might have to take a leaf out of your book. I mean, the only thing I do really now is always have a water bottle. This this guy comes everywhere with yeah, a yeah. water bottle, so I drink about try and drink about five or six of them a day. Um, you know, and just try and stay as, especially on a wedding day, I train. It's really tough, but try and stay yeah. as hydrate, hydrated as possible. But it's mm. yeah, it's your yeah. to drink drink it. No, yeah, totally. So, uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, so you have your prices on your website, yeah? That's cool, because yeah. obviously, like, this is something we've never spoken about in a podcast, but it's such a massive debate of, like, prices on, yeah. prices off. So why did on. you put prices yeah. on? Uh, to be honest with you, it was, I think, I don't know, I don't know what, you, I don't want to use the word, like, time wasters. I think people, people, I think we get, I think as photographers, we get quite hung up on um, 
oh, I've been ghosted or, um, oh, yeah, this person's had got in touch and then I've not heard from them or so they've gone for a cheaper photographer. But I think in every aspect and walk of life, you know, if you're looking to get a new kitchen or looking to buy a car or anything, you're going to shop around. You're going yeah, 100%. to, you know, yeah, yeah. and e- even if, you know, you shop around and you're looking at like me and you're looking at four other photographers who are with a similar style, you know, you might go for the most expensive one. You might go for the cheapest. You might go for the one in the middle. You know, if you've, it depends on the connection. It depends on like their budget and stuff. And so, so I didn't have people kind of getting in touch with me and going, well, how much are you? And then I have, you know, do my whole email with like, hey, thanks for getting in touch. Oh, I love this venue and stuff like that. And I always try and personalize quite a bit of my email back to my couple. Um, yeah. A couple. Um, they can see my prices and, and some, yeah. And, and then they'll, they'll either go, oh, he's too expensive. Because I've got like a over, I've probably served a 70% hit rate on booking. People get, people get in touch usually. I'd okay. say six or seven out of ten they'll book. So you know I've got quite a good hit rate. Hit rate. If they could, I think now with if I get in, someone gets in touch with Instagram, what I do, I'll say, oh hey, thanks so much for getting in touch with Instagram, um, and I send them a link to my get in touch page, and then I send them a link to my pricing page. Yeah, and say nice. check this, check this, check this out, and they go, oh yeah, you're too expensive. Or they'll go brilliant, and they'll get in touch, and they'll usually like you know you know, have a consultation and stuff like that. So it's just eliminating um, the people who potentially might be on a bit of a tighter budget. So they'll look at my prices and go, yeah, that's too much. Or, you know, our oh, love is work. Yeah. We, we really want to invest in photography. Um, that's that price point is fine. And then the next stages will get in touch. We'll have a consultation. They book. So it's a, it's as much, I've found it a lot easier. And I've actually strangely had more inquiries Okay. Because of that, yeah. So I've had, I've had, I think the mo- I've had, yeah, I've had more inquiries um, this year than last year. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is this... really, which is really strange, but you know, it is. It's yeah. a strange year. Yeah. I mean, you know what it is like. So I, I, I have, I had prices on. I've had prices off. Um, I, I did the same reason for you, like prices on. Like it was like a starting from price, and mm. you know, to basically get rid of like a lot of time wasters. And then I was just like, I don't know why, but I thought, well, let me tinker with like prices off. These are the sort of things I do over January from like my quiet time, yeah. right? And then uh and then I've gone with like prices off. And the reason I've gone with prices off is that um I have a very well, I say this, but I think it's a very good email re- response to every single inquiry, which takes me literally like less than two seconds to like send them. Um, I kind of tailor it sometimes, like if it's a wedding I just shot at or whatever, like yeah, yeah, I- I'll-, I'll send that in as well. Um, but it's it's quite it's quite a detailed email as well. It's, it's like it'll take you about ten minutes to read the whole thing, and then, and it's got and, and then it's got links to like blog posts as well, like why I shoot on my own or how I edit everything myself manually, sort of with AI now. But uh, but do you know what I mean? Like um, but like all these all these like different things, like what what is important to me, why I say till the end of the reception. Like there's all these little other links that you can also like go through. Um, and the reason I, I like I took the prices off is basically sometimes you get time wasters, yeah. I take myself for example, like I've we're doing a new bathroom toilet. I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna go for like mid-range to lower end, like some of the stuff. I haven't gone for that now because I've been like, I'm like, actually, I need the premium stuff. Because once that thought process goes into my head, I'm like, okay, yeah. no, you know. And so sometimes I think you could miss out on bookings because because people are like, I don't want time wasters. But because if you have a good 
auto ex text expander, email response. Honestly, it doesn't take more than 10, 15 seconds. To and unless you're getting hundreds of inquiries a day, yeah, they're not okay, I understand. True, true, but, true. Um, but I've converted people that basically have like either forfeited video now or they forfeit, they forfeit on like some flowers or decor and yeah. they're just like, Rahul, we just like love your work. And, mm -hmm. you know, you communicate so well and or whatever all the like things are that they love about me. And so then their budget might have been 1500 but now they're like spending three grand. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Basically. Yeah, I've been there. I think I had a, I did, um, a couple come in last week uh, for consultation in the office and it's great having the office it's such a good talking point um you know i can bring them in i've got like a there's a, a room in my office with a little lounge and there's a big sofa it's a 70 inch tv oled tv on the wall and i can ping like you know gallery slideshow to oh, that. yeah that's it's all like a, it's a and it's a really nice environment and they'll come in and i'll go do you want a glass of wine do you want a cup tea coffee beer like what do you want and then i'll sort it out and usually i'll get them to sit down i put a slideshow on and then you know Bring the beers over and we'll have a we'll have a bit of a yarn and this couple came in last week we were, ended up chatting for like two hours yeah and i was like they were brilliant they were like my ideal clients great and um you know they were like yeah um photography is so important to us and they booked uh, pretty much on you know i said go i always say go away and never think about it yeah but i never, I never I, I never say to clients you know um but we know even if it's like otherwise your date's gonna go in like the next 10 and, uh, minutes. <laughs> yeah. I don't it's one of the things that well, I mean I, I mean I'm I've probably been guilty of it in the past, but something I, I'm I'm quite conscious of now is you know saying like I'm ninety seven point five percent booked up for twenty twenty seven. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, like I get it, you know, you, you that urgency and stuff and you you might be thinking things are slow and and, and things like that. But I've, I, I especially post twenty twenty one transparency, just like, you know, yeah, I've got this many weddings booked in for next year. So a couple guess, oh, have I had any inquiries for my date? This is 2025. And I said, I've only got a couple of weddings booked in for 2025. I've just opened my books. So you've got a pick of the year. Don't worry about it. And they're like, oh, yeah. brilliant. And then, it, then they ended up booking anyway. So it's regardless. So I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think that's what it's, it's working in my favor so far. And, and I think as well, because I've got um, my packages are named after uh, are named after uh, Christopher Nolan films. Okay, because I'm a massive Chris, and there's a couple of there's a double sort of uh, meaning to the why I've done that. Um, but uh, you know, all my packages are named after Christopher Nolan films, and then my destination packages are named after um, uh, French New Wave film and uh, Italian neorealism film, and yeah, it's just just to sort of mix it up. And my favorite, one of my favorite um, New Zealand films, Eagle vs Shark, which is Obviously, I was born there, so I had to sort of get get a nod in to uh, Takawatiti. So yeah. Oh right, okay, nice. That's clever, clever. I like it. Yeah, that's that all that sort of stuff. Like just naming your packages, like just helps to attract the right client sometimes as well. If they notice it, do you know what I mean? I've had quite a few people go. I love Christopher Nolan. I love his films. I love I love Memento. It's a brilliant yeah. film. And you're like, and you, Memento is really Is that the one with Guy Pearce? Guy yeah, Pierce, Guy right? yeah, 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 one yeah. of his one of his one of his first films. I remember watching that at college when I was at film college, going, "Oh my god, this is just." My mind was like blown. I loved yeah. it. Do you know why I watched it? I think I watched it because I was just like telling my mum or something like, "It's a guy from Neighbours is in a film." <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. He was like, and I was just like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's he doing in a film?" <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was fresh out of Neighbours as well because he was yeah, like I think 97. he was seven. Yeah, yeah, seven, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was quite old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, and it was such a good film though. I didn't know it was a Christopher Nolan film, by the way. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, one of his one of his first, I think. I think it was not what well, not his first official, but it's his first sort of like you know main sort of mainstream film. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one, that. Really good. He did Insomnia as well. If you've seen Insomnia with Robin Williams and Al Pacino, that's oh, yeah, a yeah, very yeah. good film. That's a yeah. yeah. I didn't know that was Christopher Nolan. I didn't know that was him either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I just, yeah. I just uh, relate Christopher Nolan films to like these big epic. Yeah, now. Batman, yeah, a, exactly. Yeah, not yeah. not these did, films. Yeah. No, no, we did. Have you seen The Prestige? No. That's the one with Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Okay. Um, Whereas the, the sort of two magicians, like rival magicians, that's worth a watch. It's, uh, okay. it's again, that's Christopher Nolan. It's a, it's a, I mean, you can usually tell a Christopher Nolan film because Michael Caine's in it. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a really good film. That's one of my favorites. It's up there. Do you do like a lot of in-person meetings then? I'm thinking about going back to them. That's why. Yeah. So if I can, so I had a Zoom last, uh, yeah, like a Google Meet, Zoom, whatever, whatever last night. Uh, but I like to, I like to speak to my couples, potential couples, and I like to ask some specific questions and get a feel of the day. Um, you know, I, I don't think I've, I can't remember the last time I've booked a wedding and I've either not met them or I've not chatted to them over the phone, or I've not had a, like, a, like a Google Meet. I think it's, I think it's really important to build that relationship and, um, you know, know, that personal yeah. experience. Because if you chat to them, you know, usually if you meet them, uh, again, I've said it before, the disarming thing, and then it just chills them out. So when you're yeah. there on the day, it's just like, oh, it's just Paul, whatever, and they're sort of really chill with you, and they understand your process and stuff, and like what I do and what I do on the day. Because um, I try and do things like, you know, a little bit, a little bit differently um you know like i don't do you probably you're probably the same but i stopped doing you know the big group photograph about no but as in like yeah, with everyone you, yeah i don't do that okay yeah no, i don't do that I, yeah so i've not done that for about five oh. years but it's something like yeah so like something i've uh, you know like signing the register the big group photograph i i limit like four family shots maybe six like okay um and like i, I sort of say that these things in the meeting uh, and I don't do things like smoke bombs or uh, sparklers, sparklers, things like that. I do maybe in the winter, but yeah, like I'll do them like if they're really sort of push for them. But um, you know, I don't do. I try not to do anything too gimmicky or um, too staged or where it's like you know there's a massive amount of like organisation because they'll, they'll thank me later. Especially the group, big group photograph. I think the big group yeah, photo. Just, I to- I totally yeah. understand. Um, yeah. but if my, if my client wants to do something, I don't know, they've yeah. got sparkler exit or they want to do flares. I'm just like, yeah, just crack on, just do do whatever you want, and then I, I don't know, I'll yeah. just I'll, I'll still shoot. I'm, I'm I'm always this guy that is like always said, you know, smile and just agree and do whatever they want, even if it's like <laughs> bridesmaids and they're like, should we pick up the groom and stuff like that? I'm like, if <laughs> yeah. you want, like I'll smile and nod. Like, do you know what I mean? For me, yeah, we're in a oh, service, God, yeah, we're, we're in a service industry, yeah. so I'm not I'm never gonna say like, no, don't do that. It's like, yeah, I'll cringe and I don't want to do it, but it's, it's, um, you know, but I, I, I'll take the photo. I, I, I do yeah. try to tell them, like, in a Britain pre meetings, if they are thinking about doing like a big group photo, especially because I do Indian weddings. So generally, like, a big group photo for me would be at the civil wedding. And if there's like 30, 40 people, and then I'm like, okay, cool, we can do it. But I always tell them I need height because I'm a short guy and you can't just <laughs> line, you can't, you just can't line people up and, um, do you know what I mean? Like I can't shoot at on ground level, and so like if there's nowhere, if there's nowhere in your venue for me to go up high, yeah, lean out of a window, go up a ledge, it's not. Yeah, there's literally there's no point in you doing it. And if it's like eighty yeah. to a hundred, because sometimes obviously that is considered small yeah. for a civil ceremony for Indian people, um, they're like, oh, wow. be, yeah. So like they'll be like, can we do a big group photo? Then I'll be like, look, you can, but it's going to take 15, 20 minutes out of your time, and we have to arrange. And again, I need the height, so I try to like 
not do those as many or as whatever like yeah. but then if they are like oh there is a window or a ledge i'm like look fine i'll lean out and i'll take that photo i mean it's never going to see the light of day on like my instagram or my facebook or yeah. or website but i'll do i'll do what they want um oh yeah I'm, i mean don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not like no i won't do that yeah, it's yeah. more of a i said i sort of suggest and then tip genuinely like 99 percent will go oh yeah totally agree yeah because yeah. i don't show anything like that i guess on my website and my instagram you know um the the sort of they don't really sort of want that either but um you know i, I even changed like with the with the family pictures i changed the name of it on a couple i have like a little call sheet like a crib sheet that i give to a yeah. bridesmaid or a, I, was, I was gonna say grooms but i, I usually give to the bridesmaid because the grooms space cadets usually bless them yeah usually too busy too busy having beers and just like oh i was meant to organize the photographs so i usually just give it to like um yeah, one of the bridesmaids and stuff and a couple of the family members to organise. But I changed the name from Family Photos because I always found, like, over the years, people will go, oh, Family Photos. Not me. Yeah. Like, they'll go, oh, got to do the Family Photos. So I changed it to Legacy. Legacy yeah. Photos. Oh, the say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Legacy. Because then they go, oh, why Legacy? And I tell you what, this is another thing I learned at Nine Dots. Someone said this in, at Nine Dots last year. Someone used that word, or I can't remember who it was, but I went, "Ooh, I like that legacy." Yeah, yeah. It is a it is a legacy because you've got your mums, your dads, potentially your grandparents, all on the same photograph. And, and I'm like, I'm all for it. I think it's a really, it's an important photo to get. And I think you know, I always say to the couples, I'll help them and go, "Oh, maybe you should do it like this." And have these people, have you thought about having, you know, um, order it like this? It's a little bit easier for you, and it'll be, a, you know, do your grandparents first or whatever. And da, 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 you know, and we'll go through it and like, oh, that's great, yeah. And then on the day, I make it as painless as possible. And a lot of people comment and go, oh, legacy, what does that mean? And I say, well, it's legacy, isn't it? Because it's all your, the most important people in your life all on this yeah, photograph. Yeah. And, they go, I and they're like, oh, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, that's really nice. And it just, it just, it just flips the, um, the, not the attitude, but it just flips like, the feeling towards getting those photographs yeah. done because it's like reframing you know, their brain basically yeah re- yeah exactly and i think yeah. like, i try and do that i try and do that quite a lot because a lot of the things we do are quite psychological you know you, yeah. you chat to a lot i mean you've probably been here as well you know in the morning you're doing prep and someone will say oh well, yeah, we're at a wedding a couple of weeks ago and the photographer took a couple away for two hours yeah. And you're like, oh, and you're like, oh, okay. And you think, you know, you think of the pinch of soul and you go, oh, yeah. And you think, how much is that the photographer's fault or what did the couple want? But you just kind of go, yeah, 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 that's cool. Um, you know, I won't do that today and, and stuff. And, you know, and I try and do in that two hour window in the drinks reception, you know, I leave them for like, we'll do confetti potentially and then confetti and then we'll go straight to the drinks reception. I won't, I won't talk to the couple. I'll congratulate them and say, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. give them a hug. But I, I won't touch them for like an hour. So I'll leave them alone for like an hour. And just shoot, shoot drinks reception, and then I wait for them to sort of look at me like, "Oh my God, can we please get away for fifteen minutes? We're a bit overwhelmed, or they just want a bit of a break so they can sort of like just spend some time together, and we'll do that." So it's on their terms. Then. Yeah, and that's I mean, really nice. That's something. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely never like after a confetti and stuff like that. I think some of the best moments are like when people are coming up to them, hugging them, congratulate them. Totally, and agree. I literally, I, I, I do yeah. exactly the same. Like if I'm shooting English weddings or whatever, like. Mm. I'll wait at least 45 minutes, an hour. I, you can kind of see it yourself that it's like yeah, that sort of energy is petering out a bit. So you can almost be like, okay, actually, the light's pretty good. They're mm-hmm. eating canapes now, and they're like not really talking to too many people. And, mm-hmm. you know, let's take them now for some portraits. I, wait, I always and do I always, two sessions. Yeah. I always tell them it's two, two anyway, because like one when the light is whatever, and then one when the light is like going to be good. 
I always tell them, yes. like, I'm not going to really interrupt, but, and it will be your choice. I always tell them, it's your choice. You can make the, de- the decision, but when the sun's setting or something like that, I'm just going to bury for 10 minutes. And yeah, if you don't mind, like, and that's the way I kind of worked out. That's nice to hear, actually, because I do the same. Yeah, it's just you. So, like, if you have a dessert, kind of steal away if this, you know, if the light's absolutely banging outside. And yeah, yeah. It's like all that, that, that nice golden hour. So, um, yeah, yeah, same. And it's it's nice because then, you know, again, it's just that whole, um, they're getting maximum time with their family and friends. And, you know, it's not, it's not all about sort of, you know, us, yeah. you know, with the photos and things. So. Uh, it's funny because, like, to me, and and my sales pitch to a lot of my, the, all right. So I show a lot of portraits on my Instagram and stuff like that, right? But my sales pitch to buy couples is literally like, I don't really give a fuck about your portraits. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I like, and, and I'm like, look, I don't mind taking a few, and I like to get creative, <laughs> but for me, your wedding photography is not about portraits. And I always tell them this one line. I'm like, I don't have an album, but I'm like, when my daughters are flicking through my album they skip past the portraits because they don't want to see me and my wife in a fancy silhouette with like this amazing backdrop. Like they don't, they really don't care about that photo. What they care about is like, what did their uncles look like? What did their granddads look like? What did, and then straight away they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I've had totally. only two couples which have been like, oh, portraits are really, really important, but they haven't understood what I'm saying. It's like mm. the portraits that I do, I still make them in like 10, 15 minutes. I don't need 45 minutes. I don't need an hour. And I, I explain it a bit nicer than what I just probably just said around, but roughly was exactly <laughs> what I just said as well. Which is like I don't really care, care like give a fuck about the portraits, and then they're like, yeah, no, neither do we, and and that's how I book like my clients because they um they're like they understand that I'm I can because everyone all couples I feel like I've always have always heard horror stories about other photographers taking like forever totally, to do yeah. portraits. Oh yeah, so it's like they were they were gone two hours. And yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, or they did know, this yeah, and they did yeah. that, and then the video guy wanted time and this and the other. So yeah. it's like you, you've got to know as well, like the people you've that got, you're yeah. talking to. So like I'll drop that line when it's really interesting. Yeah, when uh but like yeah. but they know that I shoot these portraits because I do tell them I'm like, well, you see my Instagram, you see my website. I go, that doesn't take me more than 15 minutes to do. So as long as you give yeah, me 15 minutes, and I go, I'd rather you be with your guests anyway. I don't need yeah. you with me. Like that's not what the day is about. So no, like, it's, it's, it's for me, it's like it's I, yeah. Do you know what? I never, I never, we never weirdly because I obviously I show portraits as well. It's usually yeah. like the hero, the hero image, and then it goes yeah, like yeah. I usually do, I usually do a carousel, so like hero image, and then it's all sort of like documentary with a mix of like maybe one other sort of portrait. But I never talk about the portraits in, in the meetings. It's all the thing that the thing couples always say to me is, Oh, we love how everything's sort of real and like documentary, but yeah, yeah. I think, it, I think you know, I look at it like, um, like a like almost like a triangle you know if you can get um documentary portraits and dance floor and you can nail all three aspects of those in the day golden yeah 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 Um, yeah, so right but yeah you know but if you make obviously the top of the top of the you know pyramid is uh triangle is uh is is your documentary that's the most important aspect and getting those like you say you know um i think when i started to sort of realize this i shot a wedding again it was weirdly it was that asylum wedding um and it was it was I really sort of when I I could before that I was like oh yeah portraits are really important and portraits are the most important part of it because I was brand new I was like you know I was shiny and brand new and didn't really know what I was doing and and I shot this wedding and and the, it was two brides really they're they're, they're amazing two amazing brides um, and one of the brides uh, her dad had passed away two years previously and he was an author so he was an author and he'd re- re- read this he'd re- written this book and. Um, and the other bride, 
her dad actually had terminal cancer, stage three okay. cancer, and he was he was um, you know he wasn't really he shouldn't the sort of I didn't no one had told me and I sort of heard things and I, mean, I asked the mum I asked the, the bride's mum I said oh do you mind me asking like you know I heard and he said oh yeah my husband he's like you know he shouldn't they got married in, in, in the December there was like six months later he shouldn't he shouldn't have sort of not lasted this long but he but lucky that he's here and I thought and I just completely changed then I was like right this is what I need to do and I was like making sure I was getting like you know shots of um, the bride with her dad and I got this shot of them just before they went in the ceremony. The doors opened on the car and they had an old, um, I think it was a Cadillac or a Mustang. It was a Mustang. And the door was open and they're looking at each other, just having a chat before they go in. And I've got this photo. And um, sadly, he passed away a couple of months later. But I've delivered this, this the gallery. And um, I saw some pictures on sort of social media and stuff. Not a funeral, but someone had hand-drawn my picture and it was on top of the coffin. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And I was like... I was like, oh man, wow, that's that changes everything for me. That changes everything. I think since then, and even more so, you know, I don't want to mention COVID too much, but post post COVID and post um, you know, that I thought it just it just really changed my mindset and like what I wanted to capture on the day and you know, just making sure that when I speak to the couple, I'm like, if you've got grandparents, who's super important to you in your life? Tell me all about your family, who are what are their names. So I'll know like, you know, granddad, uh, the granddad's name, the grandma's name, and I'll zero in on them straight away. Like, right, that's you know, that's and I'll make sure I get like a really, you know, great documentary moment of them together. I'll try that's like my goal of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it's that's uh, like every photographer I've spoken to is is that's what happens. Like they all think portraits is like the one in the mm-hmm. beginning until like well not not all the photographers but like I, I i was the same you know like until something happens and you're like oh actually moments mean way more than portraits and <laughs> like mm. i felt like a lot of photographers like you know or, or or they've discovered like first they start doing like all the traditional stuff which involves like heavily like a lot of portraits and then they discover like photographers that shoot documentary and they're like oh i didn't know you could shoot weddings like this like there's one of the <laughs> two three things that changes everyone's like mindset but i think that's a good thing right because like this is what i explained to my clients i'm like i shoot your wedding because they asked me like what's your style I, even after reading my email that i just told you about which, has, which is pretty long and everything they still ask me like what's my style and i like i'm like i shoot my wedding to see like what would my daughters want to see from my wedding day that's how i shoot your wedding and they're like oh they're like i'm like and that's what i mean about the portraits like they don't really want to see the portraits they don't really care about details they don't care about like venue establishing shots but what do they care about what your like uncles look like and aunties and cousins and grandparents and all these other people i go that's what they care about like and that's what they would want to look at and then they're like oh man yeah that's exactly what we want that's exactly what we want and and stuff like that and yeah that's just got one of my like selling things that i say like you know and then sometimes i like it's the same way i said i'm I'm actually better at selling video like if couples are like deciding i don't know if i want video or i don't know if i want video i'm really good I should be taking commission to the three, four people I recommend for video. I'm flipping well, Same. Good. I'm well good at selling them. I'll be honest. Like I've literally done all the work for them. They just have to be not be a dick basically on the phone, price them at their normal price or whatever. And, you know, yeah. and and that's it. And they're booked because my, my thing with video, they're like, Oh, I don't know if I want video. And I'm like, look, like my dad passed away. Yeah. So my daughter, was too young to remember my dad so she has no idea what his personality is like and the only way she really knows him is through my video 
like my wedding video. That's that's the only way that he knew she was knows he's a happy guy, a cheery guy, and stuff like that. And I'm like, and even now when she sees it, like she's four years old, she's like, yeah, that's Dada, which is what we call like my dad. And um, and and then you know what, bride and grooms, they're stopping their track and they're like, oh, I don't know about but and I'm like, then you know what? They start re- retweaking their budgets in their head, and then they're like, Oh, you know, they probably remember someone else has passed away. I'm not trying to be morbid with them, but I'm like giving them no, a, no. a fact of like photography does one thing, right? But video can show something totally different. Like before, before I used to tell that story, but before that, before my dad passed away, I used to be like, the way I used to sell video is like this. Um, my like we miss stuff during the like when we show photos we show photos but my wife's cousin for example is amazing at dancing like michael jackson like sick <laughs> yeah but i need I never to knew. see this yeah he's so good mate he went to his uh, he begged his dad when he passed away like at 12 years old he went outside his house flew from the uk to like la and like you know and want to be part of the funeral and everything and he went that's how oh. big a fan he is like he hates it when people tell him now like dance like michael jackson <laughs> like like a monkey kind of thing like dance now bitch. Oh. Like, but like no yeah, you know like um oh, yeah but he's sick but i never knew that but so when i got my photos back all you get is like you know the sort of dance moves that like look like he's doing michael jackson it's only when i saw the video i'm like damn man he's actually so good and i'm like this is the difference between or why you should or why i personally believe you should have both totally like i'm a strong I, believer in like yeah. spend all your budget on those two things and then everything else, whatever. Spend the rest. I feel very strongly right. about this as well. If my uh, if my guy if my guy I usually recommend is listening, yeah, listen yeah. on man. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I I'm the same. You know, I I um I put I put not push video, but I think because I I study film and like I actually started doing wedding films. I was actually a wedding filmmaker. Of film oh right, okay. I hate it. So I started doing that, and then um I just preferred I just preferred the photography. I think to be to be honest, it was the editing. Any any uh, wedding wedding filmmakers listen to this? Hats off! Um, round yeah. of applause. The editing, I don't know how they do it. It's so so tough. Um, it takes them like you know, as long as it takes it them takes to back up. Time. I've already like yeah. edited and cold my exactly. wedding, <laughs> and they're like yeah, three days uh, in, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we just yeah. finished backing up." I'm like, "Mate, I'm I'm kind of done." Yeah, yeah. So, um, guy, a guy I recommend. Um, I think he's we've worked together for 2016. We've shot probably eighty weddings together, maybe more. Oh, wow, okay. um, and I always sort of recommend him. And I actually got him. And again, just to you know, back to that um, the wedding I just mentioned with the, the two brides at the asylum. Um, he was actually shoot, he was second shooting that day, photography. And I turned around to him and said, because he he did film, and I said, stop what you're doing and film. Like, oh right. You know, I think. So I said, don't second shoot anymore. You need to capture this. This is like this is too important not for them for them not to have a film. So I didn't tell the couple. Um, we just sort of did it. I think they were going to get like a like a one minute trailer, and I said, "Make them a film. Make them a. Yeah, yeah. We'll just take the hit. I think it's important that we, we capture this." And sure enough, the um, one of the bride's dads he stood up, did his speech, and he read a passage from the um, other bride's dad's book that had passed away. Okay. And honestly, me and me and I, I was crying. I was gone, mate. I was uh, I was gone. I was behind my camera, just like sobbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nick was like looking at me, um, um, the video guys looking at me. He was he was gone, um, and that's and they they'll treasure that for the rest of their lives. And they've got yeah, they've yeah. got a little boy. They've got a little boy now, and and it's you know he'll he'll see that video and that film and and stuff and look at the photographs and you're just like oh so yeah you know my my dad passed away in 
2018 and um, I haven't really got any, one of my biggest regrets really, I've not got any um, video of him, but he's not my, so he's, he's actually my uncle, he's not my biological father, but um, you know, he's like a father figure to me. And when, when I was in New Zealand, he came over to visit yeah. and when I was, when I was going through, I, I managed to sort of go through all of his things in 2020 had all those hard drives and things like that. I went through all of this stuff and I found a hard drive on it from that he'd, he'd managed to um, digitize all the footage um, from the trip to New Zealand. And there's me when I was 11 with him. And that, oh man, I just, I just, wow, I just fell apart. I was like seeing this footage and I, I just took, I lost it. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I've got this. This is, this is priceless. And I backed it up like yeah, six man. times, you know, and, and yeah. uh, I've got, the, I've got this. I've got this footage of, of him and just watching him like, you know, talk and move and seeing, you know, remembering his voice. I know it sounds silly, but just remembering his yeah, voice yeah. and his movements and stuff like that. And you can't get that in a photograph. And I think, yeah, film is it's so important. I remember him filming in New Zealand, but I, I, I was 11. I'm, I'm 42 now, so it was a long time ago. <laughs> um, but just having this, having this footage and just watching him just like laugh and, talk and um just hang out with me when i was 11 and just like chatting to him and seeing this footage yeah just it broke me yeah it was it yeah was, um to have that is just it's just priceless and and i try and i don't tell couples that story because i think it's you know it's quite i think it's like i got like to it's a bit close it's a bit too close um uh you know i tell them the story about um uh, uh the couple in london and uh, i sort of tell them about that because obviously i show people that film tell them the backstory and I've had couples who've come in gone, eh, we're not, not sure about film. And I'm like, watch this video, this this this, this highlights film. Told them the backstory, turned around, and they're both in bits. And they're yeah, just like, yeah. oh, my God, that was so emotional. Because my man who does film, he's loving to bits, crap at marketing. He's, yeah, he didn't yeah. tell you, he's, he's terrible at marketing. He's just too chill. Um, Do you know what? That works in your favour, though. That works in your yeah, favour. Because he's always ready. Yeah. Like, if you're right, referring him, he's like, yeah, I'm available, I'm available. Rather than yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, right. I can recommend you this guy and then be like, oh, he's not available. So <laughs> for you, it actually right. is like a benefit, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's it's really good, actually. And, you know, he came to me. He was in Morocco with me. I managed to refer him from Morocco. and I managed to refer him from France. He came to France nice. with me. And then he's done, I think he's, I'm with him. Not this, I'm off this weekend. Oh, my God, I'm off. <laughs> um, my first weekend off since July, so that's nice. Um, but weekend after that, we're together again. I think that's the last time this year. And then I'm just trying to get him onto a couple of jobs next year with me because we just have a laugh. It's good to yeah, yeah, hang yeah. out. It's, it's, it's good laugh having him there. We just bounce off each other and stuff. And, you know, um, yes, yeah, it's films are a place. And they always end up going, we're not sure about film. And then they end up liking the film more than the photos, which is great. I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's really nice. I think you're right though. Like you know, my cousin he started a, a documentary course. Like he wanted to get into filmmaking because he, he like he was obviously seeing that I was doing well, and he was like trying to get out of his job that he was in. and didn't really want to do that. I mean, he didn't do it for this reason, but he was just like, oh. And I was just like, mate, if you become good, I'll start recommending you. Um, yeah, yeah. But as part of his project, he had to uh, interview and make documentary films. So he did a dry cleaner. Um, which was opposite where we lived and like you know he knew this whole backstory and funny enough this dry cleaner the owner his son had actually inquired with me but didn't book me in the end for a wedding in scotland um but he had this amazing backstory but then another documentary like clip that he did was he filmed my mum and dad and which is more like my mum's interactions with my dad and you know my dad had like like vascular dementia so he was like and he was like getting worse and worse and like obviously memory is like 
shit and whatnot. And so he's got my mom and he's just like, but he's still happy. He's just like, where's my hat? Where's my keys? But like, yeah. I forget about all those times because I can only remember like the real shit times afterwards that happened. Cause obviously like deteriorate at such a rapid rate, like wouldn't wish it upon anyone. Um, but like, it's um, like, I love watching that film because it reminds you of like what a loon he was as well with it. Like, you know, it was, but it was funny. And like, the thing is I could show it to, I'm not, I haven't shown it to my daughters yet, but I will as well. And it's part of the That's thing nice. of like, but just hearing his voice, it's just like, photos can't do that. Like, I yeah. love photography, but honestly, just hearing, and people, and mem- you know, like, just how memories fade or whatever, right? Um, It will fade. And I know, like, nowadays, everyone's got their iPhones and whatever, so yeah, you can yeah. film really good footage. If you're really good at it, you could film really good stuff. However, yeah. I still think, like, getting professional, like, video and photos, like, obviously, is far superior than, like, your iPhones and stuff. And even with me, like, you know, like, that, and that's why I take photos of my kids. Like, I could technically don't need to use my cameras anymore because the uh, the 14 pro is like amazing but at the same time the quality is so much better and same with video like just the audio the capturing the audio and stuff um and that's why yeah i'm, I'm very good at selling video <laughs> these guys should really be paying me a commission um i know it's definitely yeah this especially when i find out what they charge and sometimes it's double what i've charged i'm like why <laughs> should you up? because like yeah. they've bought into them more and they've like yeah, yeah bought into like getting a drone and then they're charging a bit more for that and then getting this and getting a longer film and all of this stuff and i'm like suddenly they're like earning double what i was and i'm like all right i know the work is a lot more don't get me wrong but i'm still like a bit annoyed that i should have i'm a shit salesman myself (laughs) i could have upsold them something like an album whatever it was beforehand yeah yeah i'm not yeah i'm not a great salesman i'm just kind of i think because of the days of working for apple and i wasn't a commission to be honest with you when i worked there but you know you 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 didn't really have to sell, but people would think you were trying to sell to them. So then when yeah. I came away from working there and, and my own business, I'm not like trying to push albums. If people want an album, cool. Um, you know, I've just, I've going into next year, I'm offering um, analog. So I've got like, it's quite nice actually that it's come back. It's, you know, um, films coming back because yeah, yeah. It's, what, it's, what, it's what I started. So, you know, I started on film. So it's like, oh yes, like I've got, I can, you know, it's, a, it's, it's nice to sort of, you know couples and people want that now and i've got like a polaroid um got a couple of like you know old school cameras to shoot on and stuff so i'm offering that next year so i've booked about three or four packages of analog like okay you know, analog packages and yeah, like yeah. digital obviously but, you know but it's, it's yeah so i'm yeah super excited for that I, I i bring a like a film camera with me as well because no one really does it in the yeah. indian scene so it's quite quite nice and different and then uh and um like it's just a, this Olympus MJU two or whatever it is, right? And oh, uh, I've got that camera. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Sick camera, and um, and it's so easy, man. Just open and click. But like, yeah. I know, like, I've got a thirty-five, eighty-five on me, but sometimes I just forget to use the film, and it's literally is in my back pocket, but I just forget to use it. And like, mm-hmm. it's really good for portraits, especially when I'm sticking in like portrait four hundred into there, and like, and um, but I just forget, you know, because I'm still. It's like it's like like trying to make bts sometimes like you don't make it and then like because you're too in like engrossed into trying to make awesome photos with a couple so like i find it really difficult so i don't charge for it i just take it and if i take some i'm just like oh here's two or three frames so i might have like three four people's weddings on one like one roll um yeah yeah i only remember during the because i only remember during the portraits like during the ceremony and stuff like that i don't remember i don't really want to waste portrait 400 photos on like drinks receptions (laughs) either it's like that's an expensive clip, you know, to take like a photo oh, of that. So take, 
20 pound a roll isn't it yeah yeah i think my my, my my favorite thing is like when i go to a new city and there's a camera shop i walk and i go how much is it for a pack of five portrait 400 yeah, usually yeah. gates like you know the when it was funny when i was in hamburg a couple of weeks ago it was like 80 euros for a pack of five i was like oh, oh, that's not bad. I, don't have to, I know so cheap because yeah. it's 100 and, in manchester it's i think real cameras 85 and then fred aldo's which is like literally around the corner is 120 yeah i don't know how to get away with don't get away with that. Um, they wait for the other guys to finish their stock, and then they're like, I don't, "Someone's it, yeah. got to go there, isn't it?" Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. They've really got a small fridge in Fred Aldo's, but they've got loads of stock in real camera, like massive amounts of portraits. So that's where I go. Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing I'm going to do. Like, I, like I'm going to India this year for three weeks, so I'm going to take my film camera. But I've also got the Canon AE one with the Nifty Fifty on there, so I want to take that. Um, oh, dude, I bought it camera. ages ago um actually off ebay and i just, I haven't used it because it, I, I buy these things in like february march time thinking yeah, yeah yeah but then the light is rubbish and i just haven't bothered to use it and then wedding season kicks off and then i just forget so now i'm gonna like bring them back out and then yeah that's where that's where it all started for me that camera yeah such a good camera yeah. i used to have it before as well and i got rid of it and yeah that's where it when, I, when i was when yeah when i was at college that was a camera you know, I'd go out and shoot um, when I was in. If anyone knows where Ellesmere Port is, that's where I went to college. You know, um, it's a it's a lovely part of the UK. It's not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was in Ellesmere Port for college. I would just go around Ellesmere Port just with uh, my film camera, take it back to the um, the lab, develop it, probably mess it up, and then go and have to go and reshoot everything again and do it again. It was yeah, it was great fun. Yeah. yeah. Good, 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 good days. How, how are you pricing like? film like for anyone that's listening and they're like oh i want to do film at weddings like like how, how would you i mean do you price it per roll and then just add 100 quid or something or like or like is there yeah no so what i do is um so in my top package you can get it in the top package it's kind of like part of it yeah yeah um or you can have it as an add-on um but it's, I, I charge 500 pound um for that so it's around four rolls of film so if you're looking at like 20 pound a roll of film 25 pounds depending obviously what you're using yeah, yeah. black and white and it's, if it's a bit you know ilford or portrait you look at it 20 so it's like you know four rolls of film let's say five for argument's sake it's 100 quid um then if i then develop those five rolls of films that come through lab um shout out to come through just literally around the corner from where i live uh, brilliant brilliant photo lab um they're about I think it was like £75 for four rolls of film and you get um, your negs and you get, uh, I think it was like quite large tiffs as well, like scans. Okay. So, um, so I get that, I get, I get those. So it's about, I reckon it's about say hundred quid for this, hundred quid for the, for the, um, to get it scanned and then hundred pound for the, for the film, that's £200. Yeah. Obviously, you know, and then, and then if you want, maybe, you know, I think with that package as well, I do prints. So I'll, uh, print them out so so that's like 50 quid so then just obviously the rest of it is like you know scale yeah. time etc so yeah yeah okay cool cool i just like Build that in. do you shoot just one camera only i'm just trying to think because in my head like i said i find it i mean i don't even know how i would shoot four rolls of film at, at any wedding like i just wouldn't be able to and if i if i ever did i reckon you'd only end up with like 20 good photos <laughs> like yeah so this year's kind of been the like r d year so i got so i've got two film cameras in a Polaroid. So I've had the Polaroid, I've got a SX-70, so it's quite old school land camera. So I've had that for like four years. Okay. Um, it's a great it's a great camera. So I know how to use that. I know, you know, it's because it's manual. 
I sort of know how to play around with that and get that to sort of, you know, um, get the best out of that. So you get like what? I'll use what? Like maybe one packet of Polaroid. And what I'll do is I'll shoot a pack of Polaroid. Maybe I'll do like two packs, like a pack of colour, pack of black and white, and then scan it, uh, pop it in the gallery. And then obviously I'll have that aside to send to them once I get the uh, um, sort of the scans back from the from Come Through Lab. And then um, I've got a Leica M6 Panda with the 35 uh, Summer Lux, I think. Yeah, Summer Lux, classic lens. It's super small. It's a really, yeah. it's like a pancake lens. It's a really small camera. It's nice and light. And I've also got a, a Contax T2. So again, I've got like a little um, bum bag thing with both cameras inside it. And I could just like get them out and have it, all, have it on me. So what I've kind of trialed this year is having my cameras on me. So I can go, okay, I'll just whip it out and take like two photographs during the ceremony when it's like a quiet bit, like maybe during the vows or something like that, I'll just get it out. And I sort of, because I've been using the M6, because it's, it's metered, obviously, you know, it's, um, you've got to have a little bit, it's man, completely manual, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, I'll have a play around with that. And um, I kind of know, because I've been using it for holidays and I've been using it, I kind of know if I'm stepping into a room, I know like, you know, um, why I've stopped what shutter speed I kind of know already sort of like looking at the, the environment and I'll set that up super fast focus it get a couple of shots and then you were talking about BTS what I've started to do I've got like a little clip that goes on top of my camera and I just put my phone on top of that and then I just press record just during yeah. the ceremony so it's not like an, an, another thing that I'm doing I just kind of press record and forget that I'm doing it and then I might do that for key moments like confetti or drink reception or portraits yeah. or or first kiss or whatever or you know um, if the dad's if the father the bride's seeing a dad and stuff or whatever and, and those kind of sort of moments. But I'm, I've got myself down to shooting with pretty much one camera now. Okay, and nice. I've got a second. I've got a second camera, um, but I don't really use it anymore. So I've got myself down to. Um, so I picked up a Leica Q3 in. What month are we in now? We're in October, aren't we? October, so yeah, yeah. Up, I think, I want to say May. I might be wrong, but I think it was May. I can't remember. But I picked up this camera, um, and it's a complete game changer for me. It's, okay. it's just, it's everything in a camera. I don't have to engage my brain when I use it, because it's got a fixed lens. It's 28. You can punch in uh, to 35, 50, uh, 75, and 90. So you can actually punch in. You lose, you know, megapixels, but... At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. I think if you crop if you crop to like ninety, it's eighty million megapixel, which is fine. It's absolutely fine. So um, you know, I'm using that because it's a fixed lens. I shoot an aperture priority. I don't think I just change the I just change the aperture. So if I'm outside, there's a drink reception, it's a nice day, I'll just chuck it on F eight to F eleven so I can get some like layered goodness of yeah. like the drinks reception with with people interacting and I just shoot on that and I kind of I'm very bet I've got a Another one, another uh, like an SL2S, which is the equivalent of like a A92, I guess. Is it a G shoot Sony? Yeah, yeah. Canon. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Sony. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the equivalent of like an A92 or a Canon R5, I think. Um, it's the equivalent of that, but I don't really use it. I've got a 50 mil on that, but I tend yeah. not to sort of. I, I do little bits and pieces during the ceremony and maybe a bit of prep. But during the drink reception, I just put it down and I just have the cue. It's nice and light and easy and I don't really have to think about it. It's great. Yeah, yeah, nice. It's different as well. Not, not many people shoot like her. I think that's why like your images look different as well. I mean, I know you spend a lot of time editing. Oh, do you spend a lot of time editing? I think, I, I don't know, why do I say that? I feel like I, you've mentioned that you spend a lot of time editing. Or was it a lot of time getting a preset right? Or 
something. Oh, a lot of time get something. a lot of time get my preset right. So I'm okay. I mean I, I'm I'm a tinkerer. I think I, I like to tinker and I like to sort of I'm never sort of. I think it's a good thing. Like I'm never sort of happy with you know like a lot of people. I think we're all like this, aren't we? But you know, I think when I shot because I started off on Canon. In, when I was at college, I sent it to you before I had the A1. I think the AE1, is that right? Is that, right? Is that a camera? Yeah. Canon A1? yeah, yeah, that's what I've got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so I had that at college. And then because we were doing photography and film production, I had that for stills. And I had, I think it was a Canon XL1, which is a, which is a mini, D, remember mini DV? Mm. Is that? Mini DV yeah. film cameras. So like, uh, yeah, 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 mini yeah. DV. Little, little tiny tapes. So we had them to sort of make it our, uh, films at college and then when, we went, when I went to uni it was all Panasonic and Sony cameras like the FX F5s I think the F7s I can't remember a long time ago and then I was Canon's after that you know till I died I was like a 7D and then I think I was like a 5D Mark III but it was just the way when I was shooting my lens I was like oh this is like a brick you know um, my right arm was just like you know my wrist was in pieces but I remember um, doing a commercial job and there were some guys in the commercial job shooting Sony and Sony was already, it was like 2015, 2016. So Sony wasn't really like a big hitter at this point. And I said, why are you shooting Sony? He's like, oh, it's mirrorless. And I was like, what's that? Because it was quite new, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. And he showed me and I was like, good God, that's, I can see, it's literally live. Like that's, you know, back then you're like, wow, that's, it's like, it's magic. You know, yeah. Um, it was, it, yeah, it was great. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And then obviously I looked at the prices, I think they're like 4K for a Sony. And I was like, oh, that's a bit much, it's a bit, I think I was brand new, so I didn't really have four grand to just chuck on a camera. But I went to Australia for three months, walked into a camera shop in Australia, and it was no joke, half the price. No, oh, wow, okay. half the price. It was like, so I walked in and went, Australian dollars, $4,000. And I was like, hang on, that's like £2,000. What? That's not right. I asked a guy over and I went, hey, mate, how much is this camera? He went, oh, it's this much, but I'll knock, I'll knock off $300 and give you a memory <laughs> card. And I've not even said anything yet. And I went, keep talking yeah <laughs> so i was like okay and he went yeah so i ended up buying this camera and i was like why have i bought this camera i've got a canon like, what are you doing like, so i bought this camera in australia and then ended up getting the tax back in the airport as well so i ended up getting it for super cheap and then shot sony for five years but i was never happy with the color science i was never happy with the color science on the sony cameras i'm gonna get shot for this aren't i i'm gonna get absolutely shot wow. um but yeah i'll just like sony users you know all oh, right sort of quite, quite, <laughs> quite sort of like Die hard, but uh, yeah, yeah. I love Sony, yeah, but I'll be honest, like, n nothing has been the same as my Canon 5D, the original. No, like, the colors and that has always been so oh, good. I had so, that, the, the, yeah, yeah. the original, the original, 5D the original one, yeah, there was like it was yeah. just 5D, yeah, yeah, such a good yeah, camera. Yeah. But I thought, the, I thought the Mark 3, I thought the Mark 3 had a 50 mil L, the 1.2, still god tier lens, like that yeah. water lens. That was such a beautiful lens. I really like this. It was just, just perfect. Um, Show about the focus yeah, shot, that lens. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, a lot of people said that. I never had. I never had an issue. Maybe I just got lucky. Really? But um, Maybe, yeah, I had a yeah. Sigma. The thing is, the thing is, mate. I had that. And I had a Sigma Art thirty five, and the Sigma thirty five was like, will it be in focus? Will it not? Let's find out. All <laughs> oh, right. Such, okay. Fine. It's such a terrible lens, but yeah, there we are. Um, but I shot Sony for like five years, and I think I just, you know, you've heard about Sony Finger and. The, the, you know bits falling off it and you know the, the menu and it's just bits there's just bits and pieces that was like it just bugged me and you know and I, I liked it for a time and I thought they were good cameras but 
you know, I got a, a Leica M10P um, when um, my dad passed away. You know, I, I, he left me like a camera and it's like, you know, bits and pieces. And I ended up just, I think I gave pretty much all of it to charity apart from the camera and his record player. That's yeah. all I kept. And, um, you know, and I thought, wouldn't it be nice to have a camera I can sort of like have for the rest of my life? And if, you know, I ever have kids and I can pass this camera on to them and it's quite like a, like a nice thing, you know? And so I got like, and I've always, always wanted um, an M. I've always wanted an M. So I bought one um, and started using that bits and pieces at weddings. And I was looking at the files compared to my Sony's and going, oh my God, that's, that's pretty good. That's uh, yeah. That's a big, that's a big difference. And um started like liking it more. And to be honest with you, it wasn't just the camera, it's the relationship I've got with the Leica store in Manchester. Um, there's such great guys there and um, great folk. They're really lovely, really friendly. Uh, they look after me. Um, and I've got like a really, really good relationship with them. And it's a family run business. So it's like a franchise. It's not like an official Leica store, but you know, it's a family run business. So and I've been going there for years now. So we go for, you know, I've been for beers with them. Uh, they're really, really, really good bunch of guys in there. So, you know, I ended up switching over just because as well, I picked up the SL2, which is the, again, the equivalent of the A9. And it just, it was ergonomically, felt nice in my hand. It actually fits my hand. The menu was better. I thought the glass is not, the glass was a little bit nicer, but and it's around the same price point as an okay. A9 if you buy it, if you buy it in the UK, you know, that's the thing. And, and they hold the value quite well. So I thought, do you know what? During the pandemic, I sold all of my Sony gear. I sold all of it. And then I just slowly bought like okay. um, stuff. Yeah, so I started buying that. And then eventually, um, you know, I got a Q. And that's all I shoot on now. That's it. You know, and that's, it's probably my favorite camera. It's just the perfect sort of everyday carry for like street photography. You know, maybe if you've got kids, pictures of your kids, pictures of your family. And then weddings, it's just you can do everything. So, yeah, I nice. love it. And then, so what did you spend a long time like creating your preset to make it look like your Canon that you loved, or well, or yeah, just trying to get a that. look that's different? Because your your work, I'll be honest, like your work, and that's one of the reasons I ask you on this podcast as well is because you know, like in the sea of photographers, like when I go into the Nine Dots account because that's where we follow all the photographers, your work stands out. I don't haven't seen anyone really shoot tones and stuff like you maybe there are there and i have we don't know who they are and you see them and you're like oh i need to separate myself from them but when i see everyone else's photography yours you're you're like your, your work stands out oh. like if, if someone showed me like 10 photos and you know 10 different photographers i could tell you which one would be yours so oh wow so, that means a lot thanks man i really well yeah yeah i really appreciate that give um tom wright he did my preset uh, his, uh instagram by tom w i think he's i think he's in, i think he's in nine dots but he, um, I approached him. Yeah, he's he's a really good guy. So I approached him. Well, actually, I've known him. For, I've, I know him through Clubhouse. Remember Clubhouse? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I meant he did like a lot of sort of um, you know rooms, was it in, in Clubhouse? Yeah, yeah, and I just thought he, I, I just I just thought he's a really great guy, very knowledgeable. Um, you know, knows his stuff, knows his cameras, and just a really really awesome 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 dude and just i got in touch and said you know i had a preset made before and it was great i was really happy with it but then because i switched from sony to to leica it just you know it was it was calibrated for my sony's and it wasn't quite right and i think it was too heavy if you look back through my work you can really see it's like the skin tones aren't right the greens the blues it just it just 
you can just tell it's just it's too it's too it's over edited in my opinion i think it's over edited so i i wanted something a little bit um cleaner with that's you know can stand the test of time with you know true colors but it's not too like digital something looks a bit like film so spoke to tom you know he said oh you know he does he does these sort of um uh sessions two sessions and you build build your preset with you which i think is really great so instead of like you know um here's a preset out of the box go and crack on with it it was like he'll see sat in my office with me for four hours i mean my head well my head nearly fell off (laughs) he was showing me things i was like i was like before i was like i know how to use lightroom afterwards i was like i don't know how to use lightroom (laughs) (laughs) i was like he was he just he's he's a different level of knowledge I've, i've never I've never met anyone like him. He's, he's, his knowledge is just, it's unbelievable. Um, so he sat, he sat in the office and he said to me, you know, he said, who, because he said, go and look at some photographers, wedding photographers, and like, you know, come back to me and say, who do you aspire look. to be like? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a look. And he said, he came back to me about a week later in the office. He said, so come on, who have you, who've you got? And I went, nobody. And I don't mean that in a, in a disrespectful way to any of the photographers, but I didn't want my images to look like anyone else's. Because I think, like, you know, if my images started to look like another photographer, they'd be like, hey, that, that's what my photos look like or whatever. And and I didn't sort of want to do that. And, and there was no one that I was like, you know, I guess because most of the people I follow are like street photographers or um, filmmakers or, you know, et cetera. So I said, instead of, I said, well, I'm not inspired by wedding photographers, but I'm inspired by film. And he was like, okay, like, who's some filmmakers that you like, like throw some at me. And I said, well, I like David Fincher. I like, um, uh, you know, Catherine Bigelow's stuff. Um, I like uh, uh, Christopher Nolan. And he said, oh, Christopher Nolan. Okay, we're on the right track. So I'm chatting about Christopher Nolan. So I said, like, you know, I, I, I think I referenced um, Inception. I referenced okay, yeah, Interstellar yeah. And, and even Tenant. I love the colours in Tenant. And, he, and then obviously Tom goes down a rabbit hole explaining to me the cinematographer's name, what cameras you use, what lens you use. And I'm like, how do you know this? This is a deep knowledge. So I said, I want it to look like Tenant. I want it to look like a you know Christopher Nolan film. I, I love that look, um, you know, and we sort of like dive into that. And honestly, honestly, we'd, we'd spent day one. And I said that, so I did it. But he saw like he was telling me what to do and I was tweaking and going through it and we were like in depth, like deep dive for four hours. Um and it was very sort of heavy and my, my brain was fried afterwards. Yeah. And I've in my in my office space is one of my old grooms um from last year, and he's also a photographer. He does all the sort of like um commercial sort of like stuff if you see on Instagram of like food accounts and you know, that kind of thing. So he does all that sort sort of stuff in Manchester. And um so he walked past. He's he's really into his film as well, and I and I, I said, "Oh, come over. What do you think of my new preset?" And we showed him a bunch of images, and he went, "Oh yeah, I love it. it really reminds me of. Uh, it's going to sound stupid, but it really reminds me of Christopher Nolan, uh, Tenon, and like you know Inception and all that." And we were like, are "You taking the piss? Are you are you joking? Yeah. You, you come, oh, come on. You, you must have heard us say that." And he was like, "No, no, seriously. It looks like it looks like." Yeah, because he's really into it as well. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy that you point you've picked that out. But that's the sort of look that I wanted. I wanted something because obviously, in my you know, I say that I'm a cinematic wedding photographer. You know, I've, I've not just plucked that out of thin air. It's you know, it's I studied film for five years, went to film school, um, and I want my sort of images to have that sort of nice cinematic sort of uh, look to it. Like you could literally like look at well, an image and say it's been plucked straight out of out of a, out of a movie. I guess so. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's cool, man. I, I like you know, like I mean, for people that are listening to it, and then like I think like building your own preset, or maybe or even getting it made now, but like building your own is like a vital part of learning how your camera works. Like I spent a long time. And there is a there is a there is a video on the members I should really update it actually because there's a lot more new features now with uh, Lightroom of how I built my preset. But I spent a long time, like hours, tinkering with it, then going out shooting like different lighting scenarios, coming back, mm. applying the preset, then messing with that until I found like my look, which I don't know whether it stands out anymore, but it used to look different. I mean, like a couple say that you know it's a lot warmer and there's something about my work that they can't figure out and. I'm, pretty sure like the look um but it took me a long time yeah and really to open up lightroom think, yeah. and go through all the hsls and go through yeah. like even the curves like there's not just one curve there's like you can separate each curve out like the, the r the g and the b and then you know and literally like everything just like mess with it and then yeah, that's I how i created that. and and the profiles so as well cool. which is something that yeah. people never tinker with you know the actual no, they don't, profiles so. themselves so like wow. yeah all of my stuff is all tinkered with like literally uh to get to yeah like how i wanted it to look well that's 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 it and that's where it started with the camera profile yeah. so my camera profile my camera profile is the preset it's custom yeah yeah, it's yeah. A profile rather than rather than the presets right totally the other way around so but i think you're right i think um learning i think learning lightroom from the ground up and going through all the different sort of um you know like the hsl sliders the curves um everything just understanding how that all works and then and then it will give you a better and greater understanding of your camera and uh, and i think yeah i think i think it was a it was it was a, a definitely a pants down moment for me and <laughs> when i when i had tom in the office because i was like i know stuff no i don't and i think yeah, that's yeah. nice i think it's you know every day's a school day and i think you know i'm i, I I, I still feel like I've barely scratched the surface, really. I think with um, my knowledge, and, and I think that's it's really. I think, I think it's quite exciting, really, that you there's so much to learn and so much to sort of you know out there to to improve and, and stuff. So yeah, it's, a, it's one of my favorite. I think that's one of my favorite parts of this is is learning new things. Yeah, learning definitely. Either, yeah, learning from either other photographers. If you go to a conference or just chat to one of your mates, just you know, it might be something really small, but yeah, I think. Um, and just having like, like I say, Tom in the office, just going through um, Lightroom and getting a better understanding of that and, and a better understanding of my camera. Because now it used to be one click on my preset, my past preset. But then I would have to do a lot of sort of like tweaking and adjusting the temperature. But now if I get like a scenario, like say it's an outdoor, take my friend's wedding, it's pretty much all outdoor. Um, um, I think the ceremony is a one click preset tweak copy paste done yeah 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 and it was like they, That's, they i was just, about to say that the yeah. editing once you understand how your camera works exactly and everything the editing like people always were like before back in the day were like how do you edit so fast but it's just like because i know how to use my camera and i know what my preset yeah. is going to do and i know what to change my white balance to in mm. every single lighting scenario like how you are with your film camera um walking in because then it, actually, when you said that, I was just like, oh, so you must shoot fully manual. But then you're like, oh, I shoot Aperture Priority on your digital camera. But for me, <laughs> how you are with your film camera is pretty yeah. much how I am with my digital camera when I walk into a room. Like I can set, like while I'm walking and talking to like whoever, going from one room to the other room in, in a wedding, I can literally tweak the white balance, the shutter speed, the ambient, when I can, if I can see the room like through a doorway and be like, I'm wow. pretty much clear to like where I should be. 
And then I just take one photo, obviously just look at skin tones. If it is it where I want it to be. And then that's reset it and that's it done. You know, it's, and it takes so like you, 10, 10 seconds. To wow. Do. do you shoot, do you shoot manual then? Everything's manual. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's, well, I mean, there's no hats off, mate. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. Well, I mean, I did, but then I did a workshop um, a couple of years ago. It was really good. It was like, why do you shoot a manual? And I was like, I yeah. don't know, because I'm a photographer. And it was like, well, you, I mean, this is just like what I took away. And it was like, well, you know, potentially you haven't got time to think about different lighting scenarios and chimp, like a chimp in the back of your camera, yeah, yeah, chimp yeah. paradox. So chimp, you know, look at the back of your camera and you might miss something. And I think because of the way my brain works, obviously your brain works differently to mine, which is very impressive. But I'm the reason I shoot on the Q3 is it's an aperture priority. All I have to change is the aperture. I don't have to think about anything else apart from what's in front of me. Because if I had to then think about changing the settings on my camera, I probably um, it'd be like overstimulation. And I think like I'd yeah, have yeah. to, you know, it's too much. You know, I think. Um, I, yeah, I don't think. By too, the way, too much to think I, about. I don't think it's like super like my brain does not operating on a like higher level or whatever but i think it's like it's just slowing down and yeah. understanding that between most scenarios and situations the only time you don't I, I think you don't have a lot of time is obviously if they're walking out of a dark church into the bright light and it's um confetti like you need to totally. be but then but in my head you still can find and buy 30 seconds because i will miss mm. half of them walking down the aisle of the church because i'm like whatever do you know what I mean? Like they're <laughs> going to high five people towards the back of the church. I really don't care about missing those photos. I need to get outside and be set up for like confetti. But then they never walk straight out either, do they? Because they walk to the back of the church. No. Then they you stay always, to the side. You, you always find time, and there's people messing about trying to like like line up for the confetti. So you've got time then. Like you don't need to be organizing people. You can look up and be like, guys, like make two lines. And then while they're doing that, you know, I'm quickly taking some photos. Then trying to take photos of people handing out the confetti. Like. It, there's basically i feel like you can buy time everywhere throughout the wedding ceremony like and if yeah. you buy yourself that 30 seconds or 40 seconds and set your camera properly like like you are setting your camera properly now so you're, you're not in that category but like you know if you're shooting auto white balance or iso all of these things and then like messing just with the aperture or whatever like you know like you can you can find time to like mm. set your camera properly and then like once you put it in like you know my, once my preset goes in it's done yeah. or like you know, like I had a pre-shoot yesterday and then you were like, oh, mm. this morning, you're like, I'm going to be like 50 Done. minutes late or whatever, right? Which is cool. So yeah. I was just like, okay, that's fine. Because in that time, I called my like pre-shoot and I stuck it through after shoot and I looked at it in like in like less than 20 minutes and it's pretty much done. And like, okay, yeah, I used after shoot for that. But like the only bits I need to tweak is that what I have realized actually today, I learned by the way with AI editing is that when you are really ex exposing for extreme like highlights and shadows, like there were certain times yesterday when the light was coming down so beautiful, it doesn't really know what to do with that. So it's like I have to take those eight images and just edit them separately. It, it makes it all right, okay. but it doesn't. It doesn't know what because it doesn't know what the look I was going for. Do you know what I mean? So it's trying to yeah, like level everything yeah. out, and and it's it's made everything decent, but it's not. It doesn't. It just doesn't know what I was trying to create, which is fine. Something I've not. Something I've not looked at yet. Something I've not had the. I guess I've not had the um the brain space to sit down and go like let me look at after shoe or is yeah. it still from nine dots last year is it imagine or imaging <laughs> it's imagine is it imagine ai yeah yeah imagine yeah yeah imagine, uh, we, we yeah, still yeah. call it imagine so, like, right? I, I think, like, I, think yeah. I had like a little qr code to yeah, yeah. of course yeah imaging yeah yeah so we still call it. i've got the qr code to sort of look into that but it's it's just <laughs> yeah yeah 
Are, are you coming to the gathering this year? Yeah, it's something I've, I've sort of not um, looked at. Yeah, are you coming oh, to yeah, the gathering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Aftershoot are sponsoring that. So uh, yeah, yeah, they've probably got some stuff as well to look into nice. that instead. Like, you know, yeah, not trying to plug plug either one, but, you know, the, the thing is, like, we've, I've had this conversation, so people that listen to this podcast a lot now will probably know, but mm. Imogen's price per image versus just paying a yearly fee, the yearly fee one works, especially when you account for, like, you could plug your travel photography through it. You could pl- plug your pet photography through it, your family photography, like, mm. like right. unlimited. I'd go with Aftershoot. Like, even if you had to tinker a little bit more, you're going to save way more money than, like, going through imaging. Sorry, I'm, imaging. Imagine, I'm, but sorry. that's my personal view. <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. On that, you know. Um, and that's saving money, man. Yeah, I've never, what you all want to do, right? Yeah. So. No, you know, yeah, it's time, time yeah. it's time and money. I mean, I, I think after the, after this, I've got, um, I've got, luckily my queue's not too bad. Um, you know, I'm, I've got, like, I've got three weddings this month, but I've got this weekend off and then it's Wednesday today. So I'm just like, you know, I'm not putting too much pressure on myself and I'm quite, I'm going to touch wood here, touch wood that yeah. none of my couples, cause I, I, I give quite a hefty, a hefty preview and I usually do a preview in a slideshow with like, the walking down the aisle music and I'll do like maybe potentially like the first dance for the slideshow and the, and the, full, and the sort of master slideshow and I deliver the full gallery and give them like a chunky, like an even bigger, um, maybe two songs or something like that just so it feels like a bit more special. Um, but I've not been chased this year, not once. Yeah. But, oh, oh, how are you getting on with my photographs? Not once this year. So, you know, I say like 12 weeks and I'm super clear about that and I usually deliver like 100 plus images for the preview. Uh, a couple of days afterwards, which I know a lot of, I can, you know. Yeah, we're going to get to the preview territory, but like, yeah, 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 not everyone does that. But you know what? People, people have got, people have got lives, people have got kids, people have got commitments, people have got jobs. Not everyone can do that, and potentially, I probably shouldn't do that either. You know, I should have a day off, but you know, Sunday morning, I'll, um, you know, I'll usually during the wedding, I'll call, get some sort of, you know, images that I like um, during during the during when when everyone's eating, and then. You know, yeah. the next day or the Monday Monday morning, I'll I'll sort of get it out there. But I think that's mostly to do with like, um, you know, sort of uh, the mobile phone generation. And I think like you want couples to sort of see the moments or moments in their wedding before they see the phone pictures. You know, that doesn't normally happen, but and that's fine. It's just one of those things. Yeah. It's just the way the way things the way things are, and it's not a bad thing. But um, you know, you want you want your couples to sort of see the confetti shot. Um, they want to see these moments before they see the phone picture so it's like a fresh fresh in their mind kind of thing so yeah yeah i mean like get it out i've got family kids all of that stuff and Mm. you know i i I send out previews within the next day unless it's um i've got a wedding so then it'll be like in two days time and it's all right if they get tagged into like mobile phone photos and stuff like that the thing is is that everyone's got their own 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 business and how you want to run it right so like for me previews are not only for the couple but they also help me like book more weddings for the year after because oh, they totally. go out to they go out to so many people and um yeah. and like I find that I, I just wake up before my kids wake up. Like that's where I find my time. So like you know, waking up at quarter to five like is my like every basically Monday to Friday I do and I go gym. But I applied like if I had to wake up at 4 30 on a Sunday and, and sometimes I'm excited to like edit anyway, but I'll wake up yeah, at no, I have a coffee, I have quiet time. And I just buy my previews out four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. You know, the kids lay in, so like, it doesn't have to be that early. It just depends. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then, and but I, I like to get it done because you know what? I think yeah. I feed off them. I feed off the couple yeah. as well. 
I, like you know it's like my own personal award or whatever so it's like oh my god the photos are fucking amazing Rahul, blah 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 all this stuff like i want to hear that like that i did a good job yeah. and then and, and 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 i want them and then i want them to share it with all their clients clients all their guests which are like yeah. could be my potential clients so for me well that's it yeah. it's a massive thing like i know there's like loads of people on social media which are like don't succumb to the pressure of what other people are doing and now you shouldn't you should do everything no, for yourself. No, you shouldn't like, at all. You know just what I mean? Do, like, just do whatever feels right for your business. Yeah, you got to yeah. you got to do you and 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 um and whatnot. Like, yeah, if you have got other commitments and like, people will wait. Like, there is like there's really good thing in like a delayed gratification as well. Do you know what I mean? Oh, but, yes. like for me, I want an instant gratification. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> and I and and, yeah. and I want to make a killer slideshow and I want people to see it and be like, oh yeah, this was like sick. So it's not it's it's nice, isn't it? I think. Yeah. yeah. Do you do? I always like to do the um, and this is from my days at Apple. So thank you, Apple. Um, so like under promise, over deliver. So I would yeah, say, yeah. uh like I'm a couple. They're in Iceland actually. I'm a couple at the weekend. Um, I shot a wedding down south. I sent over their previews last night, at like ten o'clock. Um, and I sent the previews over, and I woke up this morning and been sharing loads of them. She sent me a really nice email just before we got on, saying, like, "Oh my god, yeah. we love them. They're brilliant." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Yes, it's great." And she's sharing them straight away, and and that's yeah, it's just such a nice feeling. But I said to them, I said to them, "Oh, when you when do you get back from Iceland? Oh, it's next Saturday, as in this Saturday coming up." And I said, yeah. "Oh, no worries. I'll send you like I send you ten images." And they're like, okay, and I sent them 140. Do you know what I mean? And um, and then so they're just like their expectations are like you know managed but then they're like i've exceeded that and they're like wow this is unbelievable yeah, yeah, yeah. and the slide and this we weren't expecting a slideshow this is great and they're just like over the moon and then i say 12 weeks usually I, at the moment it is like it's about 11 weeks at the moment but yeah people aren't like chasing me and stuff and they're like when they get the pictures like you know it's a big hefty sort of collection and i always so one of the things that I don't, i'm sure you're the same but i always deliver on a friday night Oh, no. So I always right. deliver. So what I do, so what I do is, uh, so what I do is, I email them on Monday and say, "Hey, you know, couple, um, just just so I'll let you know your collection's ready. You know, get the champagne right. in the fridge, yeah, fridge yeah, yeah. and blah blah blah. Get get the beers in, get your family around, and just like have a nice night with the two of you, and like making it sort of like a um, an experience, you know, and that kind of thing, and and just sort of making that sort of." making it really special for them instead of delivering like, you know, they just on like a Tuesday afternoon. But again, that's fine. Cause then it doesn't really matter. Cause then that couple can save that till the Friday night or whatever, or whenever they they've got time to sit down together and then deliver on the Friday night and they sit down and a lot of couples will send me a picture of them, like sat with them. Um, yeah. 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 Connected and to the TV. And stuff like that. Do, do you know what? Like I do, I do do something similar. Like I don't say, Oh, your father's going to be ready. I should actually, you know what? Because like, if they're anything like me, you know, it's like when they're like, oh, your Amazon package is going to be delivered in two days. I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, when's it going to come? When's it going to come? Like, yeah. actually hyping them up in that way a little bit because I just send it and I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, here's your gallery. Enjoy it this evening or whatever. Um, I do that more with a slideshow. So, like, if I know they're on yeah. honeymoon, I WhatsApp them because I always have a WhatsApp group with my bride and grooms. And I WhatsApp them and be like, uh, oh, yeah. when you go home, like, this evening, when you're, like, done with the beach, I'm so jealous of looking at you on Instagram and blah, blah, blah. I like, write a little message. I like, here's your slideshow, you know try and like put it on the on your tv or like on your ipad or whatever and play it loud and stuff like that and enjoy it and like have a cocktail and think about me because i'm like sat in rainy london and do you know what i mean i just like, like, like a <laughs> yeah, message yeah. like that and um oh, man yeah they sent me the same they said they sent me like photos of them chilling or like watching it or, and then then they sent me like 
and that's this is where my gratification comes in. Like, oh my god, that was amazing, and blah blah. blah. So mm. I, I do do it for me. I do, I do it for so many different reasons. Like honestly, it's, it's a lot of them are more selfish than anything. Getting the previews done, I would say. Yeah. Like it's more for it's more for me. It's more for like trying to get new clients, trying to get my gratification in. Do you know what I mean? Trying to show them that that's oh, good. I actually did a good job at your wedding. Like you know, even though because at, at the time as well when you're shooting, I don't think I'm doing a good job. It's only when I make the side show and I sit back and I think, oh yeah, fuck you. Know what? Oh, really? You're all right. Yeah, yeah. Then I think, oh yeah, yeah. like this is this is good, Rahul. This is good. This do is you, good. Do you have moments during the day though when you think you get a shot like a like a like a like a, like a real moment of reception or confetti, and you think, oh, I've nailed that. Can't wait yeah, to look yeah, yeah, that yeah. later on. Because yeah. I've even I don't know about you, but I turned off my preview on my camera, so I don't no. I don't ever so I just shoot. I don't and I don't see what I'm shooting. I never see what I'm shooting because I don't want to be stood looking at my camera going oh that's a nice picture and i missed something or whatever so i just i try not to sort of hang in that moment and i'm just kind of push through it but like yeah, yeah, yeah during the um obviously when they're eating I'll, I'll i'll you know i'll import the first batch of images mostly because my q3 has only got only got one card slot oh wow, so that's okay. one reason that's one reason and i get that question a lot people go how do you shoot like it's only got one card slot and i'm like you know um it is what it is, you know. Just I try not to, I try not to think about it, but backing it up on the break is, you know, essential. So I always try and back up when there's a, I get a minute and then look at the pictures and go, oh, I've nailed that. Yeah, I'm happy now. I can I can relax. And what I do sometimes is I'll edit one, yeah, pop it on my phone, and I'll just go, I'll go, oh, do you want to go outside for another, you know, some second round of pictures of golden hour? Here's a little treat for you. I just show them on my phone a picture, and they're like, oh my god, it's amazing, and they're just like so stoked and just like buzzing. Yeah, uh, so that's quite nice, and it just makes him think like, oh yes, because you know, I think I don't know about you, but again, but um, you know, a lot of my couples, probably all my couples, and mo most people's couples don't like the photograph being taken. So just giving them that sort of reassurance and going, oh look how great you look, how everything looks great, it's amazing, um, you're having a great time. They're like, oh yeah, and they just and they just cloud nine then, and they just go yeah. in. Then they go to the evening sort of golden hour pics, just like like buzzing, like so happy. That's a really, I, that's a really nice thing. Yeah, I never show them on on a wedding day like what the photos are looking mm -hmm. like, but they feel my excitement. Like in a lot of my Google reviews, if my Google business yeah. page existed, some of them like. Oh, actually, I heard about that. Yeah, Did yeah. No, not yet. Oh no, I don't what know what's going on. I felt I filed. I've, I mean, I've changed the location. Like, you know, Super I weird, changed the location. Though. Yeah, mate, and I have like a hundred and four reviews on there. So it's just like, oh, dude, but I need those reviews back. You need those and reviews. Like, reviews are so important. Yeah. 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 So I'm just waiting for. Uh, I'm literally waiting for. For pardon. I need to share more. You're all good at that, and I've, you know I think you're really good at sort of sharing the reviews and stuff like that. And I know a yeah, lot of photographers yeah. do it. And I look through my Instagram and I'll go, I need to do that. <laughs> but yeah. I just got like I, just, I, I had a review two days ago. Honestly, one of the best reviews I've ever had. It's unreal like it just sums oh yeah it sums me up and they've, they've sort of nailed like what i do on the day so well it's like uh <clears throat> i need to get that yeah so, some to, of those I are so good yeah so i've actually started um just i've done i've done it for two clients only because i haven't really been posting on instagram uh a mm -hmm. lot recently because i haven't had new weddings so but um mm -hmm. i don't want like my feed even though I'm not really particular about it, but like, I don't want it to have like loads of like new things with like text on it all of a sudden. But a new yeah. thing that I've started doing is like, I pick a review. Um, I pick a, like my favorite line out of it or two lines. And then I, I make that the, the first image on a carousel. 
So it'll be like, yeah, that's wow, nice. So yeah. amazing. And blah, blah, blah. And then you can flip through and then the other carousel are just photos from that image. And then I put the whole review as a as the, uh, like not comment, what's it called? Whatever. The post kind of thing. Yeah. The caption. The caption. Caption. Yeah, and, I, and then I just tag the bride and groom in, and then like, and, and I put it online. I put it on my Insta story, and then people people share, people like it, and I and I write this whole line saying, you know, <laughs> please check my like search for FI photography on Google, and then you can see all my reviews are legit. Like, you know, I, I have to put that light out there, like because there's too many like, I'm just not a believer of like, you know, when people put testimonials on a website, like kind words or whatever you want to call it, like yeah. anyone could have written them, and you could just attach anyone's name to it. So, like for me, yeah, I went to search yeah. Google, but right now, yeah, my Google, my business page, that's is true. Gone, so that's a nightmare. I hope, I hope you get it back. Yeah, yeah, I, I should do. I should do. I found someone that I know through someone that I know, like working in Google as well. So I'm going to get them on it once if the support ticket doesn't come back through quick enough. But luckily, in the group, people have said, "Oh, this has happened to me, and I've got it back." And I tried to change a few things, and it's just because I used to be a designer. I used to have an office in Bond Street. I've always yeah. used that. Then in the interim, I had a I used my I desk shared with a guy. Well, he let me his office space in Berkeley Square. So I had that. So without like when I set this business up, I've always had that. So then back in the day, Google used to send those postcards for verification. Do you, know, do you remember? To say, uh, oh, oh, do you legitimately yeah. work at this address or do you live at this address? And then you have to type the number in. That. That's how they used to do it by verifying you. I don't know how they do it now because I obviously haven't changed the address. So I've been verified at that address. But I think the way it also works is like, Google Maps knows where you are basically always parking your car and they know that I don't frequent my office a lot. Right. So I think Yeah, I don't think it's to do with like it's not, it's an actual legit office. It's like oh. people work there. My friends work there. Oh, but it's just I'm not I'm never there. And I think Google knows that because I never check in, like my phone is never there. And it knows that no I'm always way. in office here. I honestly believe that they're linking the maps with where your office is rather than like it's saying some people made a comment like you need your address on the website and stuff like that right whereas i don't think uh, that's what it is i think it's like because yeah. it knows it knows that oh you park near it, it tells me on my because i use google maps often it says like oh you've parked near your your office like if i photography in berkeley square i'm like oh yeah i forgot about that but i just i should just maybe <laughs> it is what it is like i i like man i pray that i get it back so as soon yeah, as I do, the first thing I'm doing crossed. is screenshotting every single Google review. <laughs> like literally going to screenshot every single review and, and just, uh, yeah, just in case. So let's see how yeah, it definitely. goes. Yeah. yeah definitely. But I think it's important. Sure. Like sure. I, I get my I get my testimonials. I get my reviews as soon as I send my previews, by the way. You know, like if they're sending you this gushing email back or a gushing WhatsApp or whatever, mm-hmm. I jokingly, but I write, oh, please put that as a Google review if you don't mind. And like, here's a link to it. Yeah, same, same, same. And then, then they do it straight away because they're still they're still in that thing. Like, whereas you know, like a, a month later, bubble, two yeah. months later, yeah, they're they're bad. not in that. They're like, oh no, I've got a couple of clients that I've just delivered galleries to. They haven't written me reviews because they're like they're wanting to wait for their full galleries. I'm like, oh, that's fine, fair enough. And they yeah, still love the full galleries, but they still haven't written me my review. And I don't want to be a bugaboo about it. Do you know what I mean? No, but, you don't want to. I do want, want it though as well because I want to put the especially yeah yeah yeah. So yeah, no, no, I feel that. I've had um so I put it so when I deliver do you are you pick time or yeah pick time yeah 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 so I'm on pick time and um when I send this sort of uh the email I think a template it's got like how to share and you know supplies etc you know like supplies supplies one images etc and at the bottom it's like if you want to leave me a Google review here's a link and they can click yeah, on the yeah, link yeah. and it takes you straight to my Google 
Google review. So I, I get a lot of my Google reviews that way. Um, and it's quite nice since I've been doing, I put it in like bold capital letters about like, you know, sharing images to suppliers. I'm getting, this year has been so good. I've just been getting um, so many suppliers like emailing me saying, hey, Paul, loved working with you. Um, can we have the gallery? And I'm like, yeah, here you go. Boom, link straight away. And they're like, whoa, that's great. Thank you so much. And, you know, like getting this sort of um, galleries out really fast to suppliers. And instead of going through to the couple and screenshotting and, and stuff like that, screenshotting your images and not sharing them properly, they, they, it's just nice if they come to, they come to me then send them the proper images and they're really they're really made up and you and then you build sort of a relationship relationship with them more and i love that oh yeah yeah exactly like it's, it's all about sharing man sharing is caring like, oh, basically God, yeah. well we're all in this we're all in this together you know i think i think you know it's i say to my our makeup artist she said she wanted some images and, and i said yeah just you know and i always say instead of them you know maybe saying to the bride over my shoulder oh could you send me some photos i'll always say to them straight away like ah oh, paul and I'll know who they are because I've got them on the, my, my, little, my little call sheet. Yeah, yeah. I'll introduce myself to them. And, I, you know, I'll say, like, oh, I'm not going to get in your way and stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I'll have a little chat with them and stuff. And and then I say, if you want any pictures, drop me an email. Here's my Instagram. And yeah, um, yeah, I'll yeah. get you them the next week, ne- next week, no problem. And they're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, of course. You yeah, share away. Because you know, for me, it's, you know, I'm, I'm photographing you know, if it's a makeup artist or a hairdresser it's you know they're they're a massive part of the day um if it's at the florist the dre- you know people dressing the room we're all part of it and it's obviously and you know when yeah just give them some images to yeah, share. yeah and it's good for you it's good it's good for you and then they'll recommend you and you know and and, and, and it yeah all works. yeah 100 it all works i mean and i'm saying the obvious but um, I, do, I do exactly yeah, the same i do exactly the same I, I like if they ask me or i'm just like look I'll take the images. Just look, here's my Instagram. Give me your phone. Let me, or sometimes they already follow me, whatever. Send me a DM. Yeah. Like, and then I'll send you the photos as soon as they're ready. And the only photos I'll send them is, again, like other ones from the previews anyway. They don't get any additional ones. And then I'm like, look, when you get full gallery. But in the previews, there's always some portraits, which is all like makeup artists care about anyway, right? So yeah, exactly. as long as they've got one good close up of the bride and groom or whatever, or just the bride, they're happy. So like, mm. um, but nowadays I like to share it with context. So it's not just that, but, um, you know, I just send them the previews. I'm like, here, just use what you want. And then just like, yeah, it's fine. And yeah. And like, they recommend me, I recommend them. It's all good. That, that's yeah, how it's, it's, like, it's, you just never know, isn't it? Like sometimes yeah. that makeup artist could be in a room full of bridesmaids. And then one of the bridesmaids get married and like, oh, we're thinking of, like, and they could have a totally different photographer at that web- wedding. And then, but the one of bridesmaids like, oh, I think about getting Rahul Kona. And then that makeup artist is like, oh, I love Rahul, you know, like. You know, I worked with him last week and he's so good at sharing images and like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's it. and they're not dissing anyone, but it'll just give you that extra bit of like, you know, solidifying whatever, it, whatever the thing is. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's nice to be nice. And it's just like, you know, I think like respecting like what they're doing, you know, and if they're like, I'll never ask the makeup artist to move their chair or do this and do that. And they'll walk around them. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, just, I, just, I, I do. I yeah. do. If it's like if they're in shit light, and I'm like, oh, do you mind? Luckily, like, that a bit more? never happens. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Happens, I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty so lucky. Yeah, to be fair, it's it's really happened to me anyway nowadays. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, I first, yeah. when I was doing like different weddings, like lower mm. end weddings, I guess it used to happen let more because I was like, yeah, the people like when you're first starting out, I guess. But now it's like <laughs> now they bring their own ring lights and it's yeah. all fancy, so I don't ask them. But yeah, I, I will ask them to like. Mm. I, I do it in a nice way like i don't just go in there and straight guns blazing be like oh my god this is like yeah. but sometimes <laughs> like i'll know what they're doing as well right you've done enough weddings yeah. so i know that okay 
with hair they don't need as much light so maybe they could turn the bride somewhere else or do you know what I mean? Like, and I'll be like, oh, do you mind if we or we just move or do the finishing? Sometimes I'll just be like, they're getting ready by because a mirror and they bought their own ring mm-hmm. light is over there in one of the mm-hmm. in the the suite. Then the window is where I love doing all my portraits or like so I'll just Say, like, all the finishing touches. Do you mind if you just bring your brushes and just move them and we can do it oh, yeah. by the window? So I will do that. I don't care. I, I want a wedding to look as good as like I mean, I've had this conversation about yeah. like, tie working and stuff. I'd never do that, but mm. I want a wedding to be as good as they had envisioned it in their own head and seen the photos of the brides I've shot for make, for getting ready, I guess. So I want them to have the same. And the only way I can do that is by them moving to the, sometimes you get a bit of a makeup artist that won't do it because she's got ego or, or whatever, but really generally, yeah, really yeah, generally I've, I've, yeah, that's the thing, right? Like you do like, I was always about to say like lower end weddings when I was first starting and I'd mm. get makeup artists that, don't really know what they're doing and putting them in a shit light. Then you get to like higher, higher end weddings. And then all these people come with an ego because they're like, do you know what I mean? They're like, I'm doing all these destination weddings. I'm doing all these like high end weddings. I'm like this five-star hotel and this and that. And I've bought, published like the smallest of little thumbnail in Vogue. And so then I have to like deal with that. <laughs> then you know then they mean? have to pay for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, then yeah. I'm like, you know, I just you have to battle with some of them. So Generally, though, ninety percent of the people I've generally, with. yeah, so yeah, same, same. Yeah. I think like you know, I've I've shot some really great teams this year. Met makeup artists and hairdressers and stuff in the morning venues and you know and and stuff. And, and I tend to say to people like the venue, you know, I'll say, oh, can I get a shot of the room? And they're like, oh yeah. And I say, it's for you. Yeah. I always say it. I always say to them, the event coordinator, whoever. I say, oh, these shots are for you, by the way. Yeah, like. Yeah. And they go, and they go. What do you mean? I go, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take them for the couple, but I'll take some extra ones for you guys. Like no problem. Like I just want, just get me a clean shot of the room. And then psychologically, then they're like, oh, everyone out. He's getting yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out. They're yeah. gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna get the pictures, which I will give to them. And it's yeah, good yeah. for me. It's great for the couple, you know, because I'll get a couple of like sort of, um, uh, you know, those sort of establishing shots in between sort of like yeah, the yeah. in-between moments transition shots that's yeah, it yeah. transition so you've got like you know so it transitions between different sort of stages stages of the day um but it's just nice because then you know you're getting the you're getting the you know the venue people on side they're like oh he's doing is a solid let's say like, yeah just, that's actually a great tip that is a great yeah. tip i've never i've never i've never thought of it that way like it's for you yeah yeah, it's like, and it's like, it works every time. It works yeah, every yeah. single time. Can imagine. And it's like even and even even when you know, and I've heard photographers you know have a bit of an attitude, but you know when people when a venue coordinator comes up to you and says, usually the photographer uses that swing over there and that oh, mirrored lake yeah. and this, and I go, oh, brilliant, amazing, that's so good, thank you so. And I'm like, at the end of the day, they're just in their job. Yeah, they don't yeah. Know. And, and you don't have you don't have to do it. You know, the wedding I was at Saturday. The blessed event coordinator kept on suggesting suggesting stuff that was terrible, but I was going, yeah, yeah, brilliant, amazing. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll do that later. But and I got on really well with her. She was really nice. Um, it was, you know, a lovely venue. They really looked after me. I got well fed and all that. And you know, they couldn't do enough for me. But it was just like you know, end of the day, they yeah, do their they, job. Like you like, said, they don't do know, do job. they? Yeah, they no, don't know. They, they're just like, following what all the other photographers have done. Yeah, like exactly. so, they're just like, yeah, this is it for them. And it's even like, you know, when you, you during the day now, you know, maybe a couple of years ago when I first got started, how many photographs have you taken today? Oh, it's a long one for you. And you get yeah, all those yeah. typical questions. I humor them now. I just talk to them and go, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good day though today. Or I say, yeah, I've taken 
you know, I said to her five of the bride a couple of weeks ago, how many pictures have you reckon you've taken on time? So far, I don't know, 5,000? He was like, what? Yeah, he couldn't yeah. believe it. He was like, I don't understand how you can take so many pictures. But, you know, because they, they don't know. You just, no, they you don't. just got to give They don't know. People don't, people are asking these questions. They're just being, they're just being friendly. And, you know, if someone says, my favorite one this year is, um, you know, you'll be taking pictures during the drink session and someone will come up and they'll take a picture on their phone next year and they'll say, uh, oh, I'm doing your job. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I say, oh, yeah, yeah, send me the rules. Yeah. They go, what? What? And I go, yeah, send me the, say, yeah, send me the, send me the pics. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, have, just have, yeah, yeah, just have a laugh with them. And then it gets them on side and you have a laugh with everyone. And, you know, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just makes, I, I, I normally like, yeah. when, they, when, they say, when they say that, I'm like, look, we're both standing here. I always just say, look, Hey guys, everyone just look at your mate first and then I'll take mine. Oh yeah. I, I just I just yeah, like yeah. because I'm and then like, oh thanks so much. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, look, everyone's eyes are everywhere. So like you go first, yeah, and then I'll go. And yeah. then yeah, you know. Um yeah. but especially during like, the, the, the yeah. But because of like TikTok and stuff like that, yeah, now like Ooh. honestly, or like Instagram or social media, whatever, like sometimes I get like a bridesmaid if i'm doing a photo of a groomsman and she'll start posing yeah. them for me and i'm like what the fuck's going on here yeah. like and i'm like never had that i can't yeah that. yeah Lucky. i've had that now actually funny enough before i end this conversation i was with a friend yesterday having dinner and then we were talking about like him djing at weddings and like he's just like mate he goes this he goes like i've be- become a performing monkey now he goes people keep putting their phones up and like 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 as if it's a boiler room set at every wedding like they're facing the dj oh. like back in the day you know it used to be like you like if you were DJing, I remember like people wouldn't face the DJ; they'd just be in a circle and facing inwards in the dance floor. But now everyone just like this generation now is like all facing the DJ. He's just like they were waiting for me yeah. to like do a drop or do a mix, and they're recording all the time. And he's just like I have to smile all the time. Yeah. And he goes, just, he goes, it's become crazy. And I'm like, man, like you know, it's uh, it's yeah, we, we, you can definitely tell we're from a from a different yeah. time. I yeah, think, yeah, hundred uh, yeah, percent. It's. I think I think I've kind of you know I'm from quite a lucky. Time. Only, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time. yeah. So I think like you know I've had one wedding this year where oh, was it? Well, it was last year where they were like doing a TikTok like um all day and to be honest oh, it yeah. took out it took it took over the day and yeah. I was kind of like I wasn't I didn't say anything anyway so it's, it's none of my business they, they they were doing that and it was, they were cracking on doing the TikTok I mean I was in it they made me like do a thing like a bit and I <laughs> oh, do this Paul, they're like Paul 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 do this bit and I was like okay i guess yeah. <laughs> so i was like so i was like yeah i just went along with it we did this bit so i'm in this tiktok and it's like okay but it was like and then i was like a lot of the time they're like paul could you fill out tiktok and i was like sure so like you know i was just i was i spent quite a lot of the day like doing these yeah. doing this sort of tiktok for the, for the bride but do you know what she was really happy so um it, it's 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 different i think yeah. um it's not it's not great but, yeah, it's not um, great. Do you know what it is? It's, you it's you feel like things. a parent then, like or a grandparent. Like yeah, you know, you're like yeah, you're yeah. wasting your day. You don't need to be doing this TikTok. Be with your loved yeah. ones, kind of thing. Like, what are you doing, child? <laughs> like, well, that's, yeah, you know that's what? It's their why, day. Yeah. Like you said, it's their day. So you just like no, yeah. their vibe is. You know, that's, yeah. That's, that's how I learned that's to use it. TikTok just recently mm-hmm. because of a bride yeah, who yeah. was yeah. filming me from behind, shooting her actually in film. I was using my film camera during her Mendy night. And she's got like 60,000 views on this TikTok. And like, I had what? to, instant- yes, it was crazy. So I had to instantaneously pick my phone up and call her because that's the sort of friendship love I'm at with all my brides. So I'm like, you know what? Mm. How the fuck did you get 60,000? Like, and that's like, crazy, like yeah. show me like, what, like, and I just told her, I said, look, I'm dumb. I don't know about TikTok, but teach mm-hmm. me. And then she just said, look, carousels work. Just use it like a carousel. Just put like a statement. 
put some music and then that's it. And then she goes, some will fly, some don't, you know, but like it was, it's 60,000 views is crazy. It, and her thing was like, this is a sign- uh, signal for your photographer to bring film oh, to God. your wedding or something yeah, like that. Yeah. that. That's what she wrote as the like line. Yeah. And <laughs> Look, I know that 60,000 doesn't mean much. Like it could be just like people that yeah. are like 10 years old, <laughs> like viewing it, right? Whatever. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, come on, like, how did you do that? It was crazy. So yeah. I think we, I think, I think um, you know, I think it's um when I when I read and people say, Oh, I don't understand this, I don't understand yeah. it. Just go just go away and like, you know, I yeah, I've got TikTok and and I start I start I've I've been uploading videos for about a year. I've got about five on there. I just when I had the time to sort of like put a reel yeah. together, sort of not a reel, like TikTok together. And obviously I do reels as well. I've got um, a Pinterest sort of like nicely growing in the background. I don't really do yeah, anything. Nice. It's just, it's just, I've booked two weddings from Pinterest. Yeah, it's wow. Okay, it's yeah, like, yeah. Maybe, maybe more, like, you know. It's, my, my, um, actually, I'd love to talk to you about Pinterest, like, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really good at it. I just pump stuff to oh, it. Oh, man, it's so about, easy. It's so yeah, yeah. easy. It's like all you do is like obviously you get a plugin for you, you plug, I've got a plugin um for my uh, WordPress website. Yeah. So everything that's like portfolio and blog, it just links straight to my it goes straight to my um my Pinterest page. Obviously I've set my Pinterest page up and I've got like, you know, I, I made like little boards of my images. That takes time to set up. But once yeah. you, it's like I look at Pinterest like um having an allotment or a garden. You plant plant you plant your you know, your your vegetables and your whatever your fruit and just leave it to you know you water it a little bit every now and again and it just grows and then you know someone nice, might man. like pick, like pick some fruit pick some fruit and buy it off you and you're like, I've done nothing, I've just grown this out of the ground. And it's like Pinterest is the same. It's just you just leave it you just leave it to just run its course. And I think with TikTok or Instagram reels, it's just like a lottery like I did, you know, um with the algorithm and stuff like that. Like I posted a picture like last week. And it got like ridiculous, six hundred and something likes, and tons of comments and loads of shares. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's that's cool." Then I posted yesterday, and it died. It just absolutely yeah, yeah, died. Yeah. Got barely, I think, five hundred people saw it, and I thought, "Oh, that's interesting." So yeah. it's just that's because yeah, the algorithm knew that you weren't paying it too much attention. So they're like, "You know what? We're just going to bring you back in again, reel you yeah. in. With, We're like, going to rein you in. Yeah, you back and now, and now, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then next time, it. Yeah. You know what? Like, yeah, it's crazy. But I'll, I'll, before yeah, I end this conversation as well. What reason as well? Like, I was also like, oh yeah, like you'd be great to have a podcast. But I love the video that you had made of you. Like, oh, but Jade, Jade, yeah, Jade's great. Jade from like, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the second second time I've worked with her, and I think yeah, that's I think a sick video though, man. That's the sort yeah, of video oh, I'd love. Smashed it. Like she it was like probably it. like she's, my style as well. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, she made she made me look cool. So well, yeah, well, she really did. did. <laughs> she really did. Like, what's yeah, going yeah. on? Um, so she um, so it's my second one I've done with her. The first one I did was with like a real couple. Um, and it was a pre-wedding shoot. And I don't think that was the right environment to sort of do yeah. that because um, it was raining and, you know, it was it was a good idea. And I think we did it. And she did a really good job and she interviewed me and stuff. And, and I said some stuff in the video and like a video and it was on my website. But I think with the second time around, I was like barbecuing because I love the barbecuing. I love the light there. It's so yeah, cool. Yeah, so nice, yeah. It's just, it's just awesome. So I got really... And I got my friends who like they're not a real couple, it's like, like a model couple. Oh, they're not. They just come along. Okay, cool. No, 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 not really. Yeah. Oh, right. So the so whole thing was a stage thing. I thought she was shooting that with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, okay, fine, fine. Yeah. Well, All right, cool. Yeah. So t- the reason, the reasons I've seen a couple of them she's done, it's just a photographer on their own, and they still look really cool. But I always think it's nice to have a point of reference, like what am I doing? Yeah, and if yeah. I'm just stood there going, yeah, and there's nah, nothing. Nah, you don't want to do that. I yeah, thought, I thought, so, I, I thought yeah. it was a legit like pre shoot though. Yeah. Or something like that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, like, the first one, the first one we did was 
And then the second one at the Barbecue yeah. was um, my friend Lily, who's like a model. She lives up in Manchester Way. So she's like, I know I've, I've worked with her loads. She's ace. And then Jack, who I've worked with before, he's a, such a lovely guy. So um, I just got them together. And because it was more of a controlled environment, and we could just like, you know, um, you know, I paid them. And <clears throat> got like a florist and my friend Laura, Laura Frey, she makes dresses. She made a dress for me from scratch from this, oh, for this wow. shoot. She's unreal, man. Like, she's so great. So I had a really good team of people just like last minute, just pull this together. And then obviously Jay came in and filmed it and worked a just like little sparkle of magic dust on the air uh, on it. And just, yeah, made it look pretty. It was, it was great. So it's on my website. I send it out to couples. Um, it's on my, obviously it's on my Instagram now. It's just a really good marketing tool just to go yeah, like, yeah. hey, here's me. I've, you know, I haven't got two heads. I'm all right. You know, I'm, I'm you know, yeah. and whatever. And yeah, so I, I used just, to have one. Just, my... just a bit of fun. I used to have one on my website for a long time called Moments That Matter as well. Um, it was on the front page of my website. Only until like two weeks ago when I re- I've taken it off now because my daughter's like, I did it like seven years ago. And it was good. It was like my mate's, a, he's like a film, like into film, but he's in the US and he does a lot of stuff for like L'Oreal and like these like high and fashion brands and like just shoots on reds nice. and stuff. And so he did it for me when I was in New York with my family. But then I kind of like, I had Amelia in it and stuff and he filmed it all. And like, it was a really cool video, but I'm just like, if you watch that video now, you know, like, you know, like how we were just talking right in the beginning of this conversation about like people know your personality through like your Insta stories and stuff. Like they would see like a baby now and it's like, it's too old. That, do you know what I mean? It's run its course. So. Yeah. Um, I've toyed with, I've toyed with doing the whole like Instagram stories, like talking to the camera. And uh, yeah. I can't do that. I just can't do that. And I think like, you know, the, the whole, like, I, I think photographers you do behind the scenes stuff at weddings. Oh, wow. You know, many plates are spinning and i think that's impressive like i yeah. i go i get to i get to like i sit down for the you know when everyone's eating and i go damn i forgot to do bts again yeah. <laughs> but do you know what it is it's not forget yeah. it's like the thing is is that yeah. you're trying to make good pictures and also once you're done with the wedding i'm like fuck do i want to go through my gopro footage or whatever insta 360 footage oh. and then and then like cut it to like everything or even the phone but do you want to go through that yeah and the answer is well no i mean what i've done is because it's all like little video clips the couple will say oh i would love to see them and i just i just what's happened to them yeah there you yeah. go it's like confetti or confetti or whatever i would never show yeah, them so that stuff but, yeah, yeah so i just said I just, if they want it they can have it because it's not like gopro where you've got to convert it and put it to like final court premiere or whatever and yeah, you've got yeah. to convert the footage and, and then export it it's a, it's a lot, a lot of rigmarole because it's on my phone and I've set it up, so I've changed like, the frame rate, I've changed like, the way, you know, the, the shooting settings, it's a bit more cinematic and a bit sort of like smoother and looks a bit nicer. Yeah. Um, so I've changed I've changed a couple of bits and pieces behind the scenes. Are you using uh, Filmic Pro? Or, no. You're not no, using, no, no, you're no, not no. You're using no, that, no, using no. the native app, yeah? No, yeah, yeah using, the, using just the photo app, yeah. With okay, fine, yeah, yeah. And stuff. So, um, so I'll do that. I've done it. I've done it for some really cool weddings this year. And, I've, you know, a couple of them said, oh, I would love to see that. And I'm like, yeah, sure. There you go, and it's yeah. like you know, it's it's no problem. And then obviously, because it's all for me, it's just it's just for like I cut one together, and it's like a couple of confetti moments. And then I've got a really great shot of this groomsman spraying me with prosecco. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. completely spray he completely sprays me because, and I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. I kind of like turn. I was like, this is great. I've got this, and then turn, and he sprayed my back, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. It will dry. <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. It's a it's a really fun moment. Yeah, it's a good wedding, though. <laughs> Yeah, wicked man so just yeah i'm gonna go with it yeah man wicked man look yeah. man it's been so good chatting to you man it's been like quite a while as well <laughs> like yeah yeah where's the time gone 
Mate, it goes so quick, honestly. Like doing Isn't these podcasts, it? I'm like, next minute I know I'm gonna like have some lunch and it's like school pickup time, and that's it. My day for me is done. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. But, mate, it's been amazing talking nah, to you. Yeah. yeah, look it's forward been to a, like, catching up. Yeah, a pleasure, mate. Yeah, I'll see you when uh see you in November. Yeah, so yeah, it's like six weeks. 